Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are live. Mr. K. Fabe, Eddie Calhoun. Welcome everyone to what the fuck another fucking wrestling podcast with myself that's Dano aka DJ Dano aka DJ Kango Fett up on the internet radio set along with the what the fuck fam and that is the infamous one Joshua Greenbaum and of course Mr. Kayfabe Eddie Calhoun as we are live and raw from east coast west coast and everything in between and i know worldwide when we have our, our listeners who have tuned in from worldwide and i can't wait to actually get once again a uh, international uh, guest up on here but instead of bipolar boombox we'll be here on what the fuck no fucking wrestling podcast and tonight we got a nice great fun match and now classic that even though my rating is eh, you know I, you'll hear what it is later this match was good this match was fun uh, I'll be my analytical picky self a little bit later when we get to the reviews. But of course, uh, it is uh, Mr. Kayfabe's pick, Mr. Kayfabe, Eddie Calhoun. And why don't you tell us what that is, good sir? Uh, Mr. My pick is Eddie one of Calhoun. a fantastic tag team match between 
Mr. Monday Night RVD, Sabu, against a legend that a lot of American fans don't know, which is a, a damn shame, Hayabusa, and a guy who, I swear to God, it took me forever to get his name right, because I kept calling him Hakushi. His name is Jinsei Suzaki, and this match is awesome. I picked this match because when I first saw it, uh, I didn't see the pay-per-view because I was, I was dumb as a kid. Uh, my brother told me that ECW only did a pay-per-view once a year. So my first two pay-per-views was uh, November to remember 97 and then November to remember 98. So I missed a lot. But this match, uh, I picked it. Not to mention, I picked it because it had awesome belts in it. Since, you know, that seems to be the, um, that seems to be the theme for our picks lately. That, you know, the, it has awesome belts in it. And it's got my favorite tag team titles, the East and the television title in it. So oh, 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 yeah, oh. I picked this one. Okay, hold, hold, hold on, man. You broke up. It, you, it went. And the East, and then it blocked out before you could say EC Tag Team Championships. But, no, I heard what you said. <clears throat> now, um, you, you're talking about belts already. That was actually something I was going to save my review. But you're already bringing that from the get. We haven't even got to the reviews. And I'm going to tell you, it is funny that the that the TV title, which would later be changed, uh definitely looked like of course it was the winged eagle belt just modified and then those tag team belts are basically just the ic title wwf ic title uh just a little revamped here and there and then later it would be that little buzzsaw in the middle title i think it was the last year of ecw's titles or something like that but those titles i knew somehow that we, i wanted to bring it up but uh you, you're saying you like the look of them oh let's get into it right now like that TV title before they switched it was garbage, man. It looked like some little kid, like I made what? back in the day, man. Yes, look at the old Wind Eagle oh, bootleg. No. Yeah. Oh no, you need you need to stay off that. You need to stay. I, I think you need to check your your stash because I think your uh, your smoke is bad. That belt no. was awesome, and the tag team belts were awesome because one, I love the tag, I love the old school uh, intercontinental title design, and yeah. two, those look like belts. When they came out, when they remade them, those belts looked god awful. The tag team belts looked, I, I don't know what the hell, I can't even describe them. They got, I don't know what it was about champ uh, wrestling. They seemed like they, they would uh, uh, have big belts to start out with, and then their belts would get smaller and smaller, and then they sometimes they go bigger. It's like, ah, God. and then, um, uh, nah, because the television title was good. No. The tag title, that was yes. my favorite one. Tag titles, yes, I'll give you on the tag titles, but the TV title, no. Like I said, it was like, Early back, y'all wrestling taking like old Reggie. What was it? Which uh, what's his name? The guy who makes all the belts, Reggie. There, um, you know Green Bomb, of course. Um, uh, Reggie Parks. Yes, uh, what is Reggie is, Parks or something? Yeah, something. Like, but is that yeah, a Reggie? I think it's Reggie Parks. I think it's wrong. I don't know something like uh, that. I know we're being yeah. bad wrestling fans that we don't what's know at some point. But hey, anyways, we'll get back into this argument later. I will agree with Mister K Fabe. Uh, about the intercontinental, I mean, the tag team titles. Yes, they looked cool being like intercontinental belts, but that TV title was garbage. But nonetheless, let's just get right into it. Like I said, roll call. I am Dano, aka Kango Fett, and that's DJ Dano, aka DJ Kango Fett, up on the internet radio set with What the Fuck, another fucking wrestling podcast. With our also, we got our, our other show that I, I mostly do, but of course, the crew is always allowed on whenever they want, and that's Bipolar Boombox Volume 515730. And anyways, I'd like to say, uh, right off the bat, though, uh, you know, I got myself, Joshua Grimom, and, of course, uh, Eddie, but 
we're wrestling fans. We're getting hyped. We're having a good time. We're talking a little shit, whatever. We review matches. But, of course, wrestling, like anything, comes sadness. And uh, we haven't been on the air in about two weeks. So, that being said, uh, we lost Kamala, the Ugandan giant, of course. Rest in power. And then, also, just yesterday, Bullet Barma Armstrong. So, like... You know, rest in power. It's sad when legends die. You know, it's just, it is what it is. It's life and all this stuff. But as a wrestling fan, yeah, it's definitely like, oh, shit. Just like, you know, rock stars get people sad. Hip-hop stars dying. You know, movie stars dying. Speaking of which, non-wrestling related, rest in peace. You know, to, you know, the Black Panther himself. You know, Chadwick Bosman. Like, it's sad. Like, he just, and he's 43. That's scary. I just turned 43 on August 18th. And I'm like, I see that 43 and I'm like, but it's been been predicted I'll die at 54 by either getting stabbed from breaking up a fight that I also get involved in or um, that I'll, I'll die of a heart attack from getting all my, you know, anger and blood pressure up and stuff. So, uh, but yeah, seeing that 43, it's like, ooh. And I know, of course, you know, it's good when you, you wake up and you breathe another day. As uh, Mocha Joe said recently, he just turns uh, whatever age he is uh, from uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm when he goes... You know, uh, celebrate basically taking that breath in because you don't know if you'll breathe out. <laughs> so, uh, for all the good people who are still alive, and then us uh, uh, scum and villainary villainy of uh, the uh, what the fuck cantina here, uh, we are definitely uh, still better than a lot of other people, despite our reps. Um, so it is good to be alive, even though some days I may not feel that way because of this, that, and the third. We just got to maintain and not go insane in the fucking brain and have good times when we can. Especially good times on people's internet dimes that are tuned in right now. So I hope everyone is definitely having a good time. If you're drinking, if you're not, if you sober, cool. If you in a land in galaxy far, far away in a great land beyond or whatever the shit, happy that you joined us. Peace, by the way, to Combaraco. He's tuned in right now. Uh, you said to be dipping in and out. And I'm about to post all the... Uh, what you call the links and everything so people can't more people can join us of course share brothers so people can tune into this show that is more realer than real and sometimes too real especially when that booze kicks in for me and i can't even pronounce you ling ling whatever the fuck so uh i don't know i love you guys it's good that we're back to tesman i wanted to actually do it with the kids here so my son could have a little fun uh especially i got the wwe network for this month, I just canceled it so they went, you know, for next month. And I'll probably go back to it again. Thinking, actually, they've been offering my other shit the free uh, month again. My other emails, they go, come back and you get another <laughs> free. And I'm like, oh, I should. Give up. So, um, uh oh, you both there? Check one, two. Yeah, yeah, I'm here, man. Okay, that was yeah, we just that was a flicker. Listen to you, you like ramble. Hey, you know, I'm telling the truth, Ruth. I'm telling the truth, Ruth. But no, it's there was a there was a there was a there was a flicker. Now that might be a there's that rolling blackout. Whistler lullaby. falling asleep there, but oh yeah, I was playing. You know, it's it's not my fault that he can't dig the sounds from the underground and everything in between. I'm sorry it wasn't Backstreet Boys or Nickelback or whatever you be liking. You know, at least despite whatever disagreements with Greenbaum, nine times out of ten, his music's on point. Especially when he got me riled up about uh, Guns N' Roses that night. And that's all I was on a fucking Guns N' Roses all fucking night. But you, sir, complain about lullaby music. Nah, man. You just, it, like I said, dreams of racist bitches that like black dudes while you drink your fireball and you sat in your chair eating your pizza saying, fuck my ex-wife. 
as you've said on the air many a times. <laughs> All right, let the record show. I never said fuck Mag's wife. I just said I'm happy we're not together anymore. Just the <laughs> okay, okay. He's right. He's right. Right. All right. Allegedly, he said something that I thought that he heard. Oh, you did say fuck Lancaster. That's what you said. You did say fuck Lancaster. Oh yeah, I say that all the time. And then it's her fault that you got stuck there. Like she's the the you know the uh, the succubus who got you sucked into the land of Lancaster. <laughs> so man, she man, man she's she. Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to start on it. Well, I'll go off on the rant. My bad. Hey, I'll tell you it's what. God when I when I just dropped my kids off and uh, going, you know, at Logan Airport. And had to, you know, and it was sucked because I thought I didn't have to go beyond the secure and I could have just stayed in, you know, past security and everything. So my, my children go, I meet the incubator of a soul mothers. They go, all right, see you. And then I'll, I'll see you guys on Skype later and I'll talk to you guys in, uh, you know, I'll see you physically in February, March again for their vacation and before that for Hanukkah and shit. And, and the, but then I'm just like, ah, you know, you know, I'm trying not to go all off. And I'm sitting there, and I'm trying not to think and everything. And that's when this, about two hours in, it's about midnight. My plane doesn't leave till 7 in the morning. This young miss goes, excuse me, sir, be here after, uh, after you know, we're closed in the last, your flight's in the morning, right? And I go, and I go yeah, she goes, you got to go back downstairs. I was like, ah, I got to go join the riffraff downstairs. <laughs> and I got to go through security again. And I didn't sleep, man. I was 7 o'clock, our flight takes off, I get here at 10, and immediately, Lily's mom was just like, Daniel, can you help me please? I'm like, yes, mama, I need you to grab the dryer, and bring it into my car, because we have one of those little dryers, but still kind of heavy, to uh, bring, she goes, I gotta bring it to Ramon, so he can fix it, I'm like, okay, I immediately, no sleep, just go in the house, grab that in, and of course, I had to call my kids to let them know I landed, and uh, it's still hard, whatever, and so I'm just like, whatever, I'm having a good time, and then I you know, read all this negative in the news, this, that, and the third. So I definitely, I haven't had a drink in almost a month, so, yep, I definitely cracked one. And uh, I, I watched this match twice, once sober, once high, and now I'm reviewing it, Buzz and Blazini, and I gotta say, man, let's get right to it with the, uh, with your, your, your review, man. Let's get to it, and it's gonna go you, Green Bomb, and then I'll end it. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, like I said, it was a great match. Uh, one, and not to mention, it was one of the, one of the only times that the legend Hyatt Bless, um, I think he made an appearance uh, somewhere else, but I can't remember where. But, yeah, he didn't make a lot of appearances in the U.S. No, no, he made a second. This was, uh, he made a, his only other appearance was in ECW. So he's made two appearances in the state of ECW. But the fact that, you know, he, this was his first one, and he was teaming with Jin. Uh, I can never get homeboy's name right. I call him Hakushi. When I was a kid. Uh, that's how I knew him. First time I ever saw him was when he was saying on Bret Hart and the WWF. He was Hakushi covered in the tattoos, and I couldn't. No, I, no one could tell me if they were real or not. So that used to bug the hell out of me. But this, uh, these two making an appearance in ECW together against Rob, Mister Monday Night, Rob Van Dam and Sabu, which is he's in my top ten favorites. This this match was actually one of those, a good tag team match, and the fact that their styles kind of mirrored each other, but not really because Rob Van Dam kind of stood out. But you know, I I I, I kind of have an issue with the dude right now, but I'm still gonna talk highly of him. It was a good uh, the fact Sabu and uh, Hayabusa have such similar styles, but Hayabusa has much more high flying and. Um, High flying and innovative moves, 
the fact that he hit a, a 450 splash during the match that everyone and their mama hits nowadays, so it's not impressive. But when he did it, it was like, holy shit, did you see that? Yeah, and it was like a Billy Kidman for because Billy Kidman did do it good as well. No, no, no. Billy Kidman did a shooting star. He didn't do oh, a 450. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was similar. And, and yeah, and because of the record, and for the record, the reason why you can't see shooting star pressing the WWF and the WWE is because of his ass. But I'm not going to get on that. Oh, but yeah, uh, oh okay. But, yeah, but... Uh, What's yeah, your problem with Hyatt, RVD, Hyatt, though? What's your problem with RVD these days? Oh, our, our, it's because Homeboy, if he's done the interviews that he doesn't wrestling anymore, that he's just really just in it for the money. And you can see it because this dude used to be like, you watch him, he could do crazy. His matches, you could watch like a hundred times over and they'd still be entertaining because he would just do amazing things because of his flexibility and the um, and his athletics and the, the high-flying stuff he could do. But now you look at him and it's like, dude, just like he, he, like he phones in every one of his matches. And I get it. The dude is not young anymore. He's like, I think he's like 50-something. And, you know, you can tell he's kind of, you know, not really in the best of shape. And the fact that he's doing all this stuff with his girlfriend, who... Girlfriends! 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 Actually, actually, no. No, it's his girlfriend and his girlfriend's girlfriend. So Okay, typo <laughs> negative, my girlfriend's girlfriend. You know, like, still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I can I can understand why he wouldn't be all in it when he's doing all that stuff. But yeah, I used to the fact that he's come out and said it that yeah, I don't give a fuck about wrestling anymore. I'm just here for the money. And it's like, dude, what the fuck? It got it just it kind of takes the shine off him for me. Uh, he was the guy I was like, yo, he should be WWE champion when he's WWE champion. I was excited when he was you know it, with the fact that he had a hardcore match with Jeff Hardy that wasn't really a hardcore match more than just like an ECW match. That's why I was like, I was, a, I was a fan of RVD, and then it's just seeing him now, just kind of like, you know what? I, I, I know you don't give a shit, so I'm not going to watch your matches that much. Well, well get back, was, yeah, get back was, to the review, brother. I'm sorry. I just I had to know what was the beef with the RVD. But, yeah, get back to the review. Uh, but this was, you know, during his prime where he said he was – actually, no, I don't think this was really his prime. He was still kind of young when he did this match. But you can see their – the, the stuff he could pull off was still amazing. And when it came to this match, there were some mess-ups, though, because um, there was one where Hayabusa and Sabu are going for this one spot, and I don't know who, who was supposed to be where, but you can see when, Rob, when uh, Sabu comes off the rope and he hits a shoulder block, it was like it was supposed to be something else. So then he went, okay, so he immediately tried to run, and Hayabusa kipped up and hit him with this crispest drop kick that I've, seen, that I've ever seen. I, th- I swear, I think he caught him right in the grip when he hit him with it. And it was like, oh, man. And, the, and then when they were doing the flying outside of the ring, it was like, yo, this, is, this, is, this, is, this was something that could have been all the time. And I, I don't know why Paul Heyman, well, actually, I know why he wasn't there. I was going to say, I don't know why. Hayabusa didn't get signed to the you know ECW was because FMW wouldn't let him go. That was his place with Inoki. No, no, was it Inoki or uh, Ashi Ataka? I can't remember. No, his name. But, but, but no. Hayabusa FMW was not Inoki. Hayabusa FMW was uh, Onita, and and by '98 Onita. though, at some point Onita, Onita like relinquished. Uh, ownership to see, and someone else owned the company because like around 98 about this time like it changed or they um, 
fuck, if you follow later day FMW, like they got a, they got away from a lot of the hardcore stuff. And I think mm. you know, this is the beginning of the era that's right smack dab in the middle of it. And so like it's like I I'm sorry about what you're saying, but like he didn't work for they worked for fucking FMW. Vita's the one that owned FMW for a long, long time that he sold it. But like the yeah, I mean, FMW, I, I watched so much of that stuff during this era. Like the, but if one time Shinzaki, yeah, Shinzaki and Hayabusa were tag teaming, they were also working. Maybe, maybe that's maybe I'm mistaken. I don't understand what you're saying, but like in this era too. They were working for either New Japan or All Japan as well. There were wrestling some matches there. I don't. There's nothing that stands out though, unfortunately. But like I, I, I they were a favorite of you know, AOL and Internet Marks back at the time. Like, I was got a lot of love from people online, but I couldn't tell you the specific they had done that was that was really significant. But I think they wrestled some in. Like and that was kind of a that was kind of a new thing too because like you know. FMW, and I think I think Hayabusa, back in the day, had worked there as a junior. I'm not even sure if he was if he's called Hayabusa yet. I think he worked there under a different name, and I think he worked from there as, as a junior as Hayabusa, like he had done, you know, best of the Super Juniors one year or something. Like it's, I'm going off the top of my head. And if I got any of this wrong, everybody forgive me. It's been it's like twenty some years, but like. But I don't, I don't, I'm not sure what you're referencing because FMW was always like Odita's and then it was bought up by someone else. It wasn't, it wasn't an Oki, but I think either, because it always mix, mixes me up. I think it may have been worked for an Oki though because they were working for the New Japan or All Japan during this time too. They were, and which like I guess it was significant because uh, like, you know, there was a stigma even in Japan with the independent wrestlers, the guys from FMW, like the hardcore guys, like mm. they wouldn't use them but then later on, they were using guys like Shinzaki and uh, and Hayabusa, maybe even Tanaka. I think he even got some like got like a little All Japan, like you know, I don't know that he had like a champion kind of run, but you know, like he actually like you know did some matches there and stuff that that he wasn't doing like earlier on in his career. But, yeah, but, I, mean, I, I, yeah. I, I messed that up. I messed up what you were saying, Eddie. Cause if I did, I apologize. It's like I was talking about Anoki and so we owned the company, and like it wasn't. And you're right there. I mean, it's, they're probably doing making too much money and stuff to work in the states. You know, other shots here and there, but you know, I mean, I don't know. I, the thing is, too, I, don't, I you know what could have been a, a factor in that too is you got to wonder, you know, how much of Shinzaki was was rubbed wrong by working the WWF for those those few years. I mean, because sometimes that like sours people on working in the states. Because I mean, well, I mean, I, Okada worked in. In impact, which you know, I mean, it is what it is, right? But <laughs> but, 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 that, but that sort of soured, but that sort of soured Okada on fucking on working in the state. From what I understand, like that's that's what I read online a while back. Like, like I thought I think it sent out feelers and he basically turned them down because money makes too much goddamn money in Japan. I'm sure. <clears throat> but on the flip side, it was the fact that he had such a that experience with impact you didn't want to work for us. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, please. <coughs> I don't know why my voice all of a sudden just flipped out on me, but, um... Well, yeah, why are you getting your voice? Yeah, like, wait, let, let Eddie finish his review because he would definitely bring us some good points. And I was learning some good, of course, the, the historian, the infamous one, Joshua Greenbaum, with his not controversial hey, facts. Doing, guys? Yeah. Oh, but uh, yeah, let him right. drink his water and let's get right back to Eddie and his review, though, because I got a lot to say. But, of course, after Eddie goes you, Mr. Greenbaum, and then I will come and chime in with my factual but controversial mix review. But, yes, let's get to it, though. All right. All right. Let's go. And speaking um, of mix, I got my mix drink right here. Cheers. I do. Cheers to you, too, as well as the departed of Kamala, the Ugandan giant, of course, Boulevard Armstrong, and, of course, Chadwick Bosman. <coughs> oh, shit. Let me take a hit, too. Pass the duchy to the left-hand side, and then your right, have that drink. And I want to say a quick three seconds. I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I want to be on the phone with you guys that much anymore because you guys are all both coughing your asses off. I don't want to catch nothing. Hey, man, I'm afraid of catching something for you. you probably, catch you got that herpes that goes right to the microphone or some shit. <laughs> oh, no, you see, no, nah, I won't let that shit slide. That's yeah. bullshit. I, yeah. I've never had herpes a day in my life. I've kept Dude, away from that shit. Five years ago. Now, the, get that rumor started. Five years ago, The Rock was on Saturday Night Live, and he was doing, like, he was playing this character of, you know, a wrestler, and he's supposed to do a, um, a uh, like, a promo against his uh, uh, his opponent, and they're actually right next to each other, like his old school wrestling, like, talking shit to each other and everything. And right before it starts, the guy, uh, I got his name, but he's like, okay, give it to me. Just like no holds barred. Just say what you got to say. And the Rock's character, he's like, "Yeah, I'll do." It. And so he's like, "And yeah, and he's got herpes." And he's being like a wrestler. <laughs> he's got herpes. And then the guy's like looking at him like. And then later it's like, and his wife, and and he, and he or he's been sending pictures, but I've been catfishing him the whole time, and it's like it's all personal shit promo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what the hell? What was, that, what was that on? It was on. It was a, in fact, you know what? I'll uh, I'll send that later, and maybe I should actually upload that. It just might just glitch stuff because it's hilarious. It was from five. I've seen it before, but it popped up again uh, in my um, in my fucking suggestions because uh, fucking YouTube is like all confused. Like for years, it was looking up you know political this and that, and then you know whatever music, and then it's still whatever random music. But then it's like been wrestling, 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 wrestling. Oh, video game, video game, wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. And then just, you know, all of a sudden, they're just like, okay, all right, so we're going to give them this. And, of course, I'm subscribed to, like, Jim Cornette and all this shit. So they suggest this, so they suggest that. And then they, I like comedy. I like parodies. I like satire. And any, you know, I'm just because I'm a, I'm a wrestling fanboy, you know, doesn't mean I don't, I, when it gets poked fun a little bit, you know, plus it's still true to the heart. And despite whatever one people want to say about Dwayne, he's still putting in some work. So... Uh, but whatever with, with, with this and that and the third, um, 
Oh, yeah, real quick, even before you get back to your uh, review, I got to say, uh, SummerSlam, I watched it. It was decent. Yeah, it was like a three out of five, something like that. So, um, for and that's the first one I watched with Wait, the Thunderdome. Really? I, I've heard nothing negative. Yeah, I was about to say, I've heard nothing but negative about it. I haven't, seen, I haven't watched it even. I, I've, been, I've been behind. I haven't, I haven't even seen TakeOver. It's been it's been a crazy week. I know last week, but like, it's just been um, it's been a bad week. But I, I know I haven't heard anything good or bad. I just I assume SummerSlam was kind of a shit show. Usually, yes. a couple of high points, but overall, it's like, it's like you probably want to probably better off, you know, I don't know, man. Not pull, your eyeballs, pull your eyeballs out of the rusty spoon. <laughs> uh, but I know I've got to say yeah, we're uh, talking about that you know, talking about those issues we're talking and this one just pulled it like a lot of like oh yeah anniversaries popped up like the takeover Brooklyn 2015 was yeah. like this week or was it last week and it was last week, last week some other stuff and uh like the, the um, and the one this week was like the uh the SummerSlam after Finn won the title with a broken shoulder against uh fucking against Rollins and he had to give up the belt the next night which is Terrible, terrible things ever happened. Oh, the Universal title, right? It was the Universal title, right? Yeah, yeah. I hated yeah. the big red belt, but it's still that was that what did suck because Taylor was good, you know it's good. It's still the big red W belt. It's still that, that dumbass thing. But like the, but I don't know, man. It, it, he um, shoot, I don't even know. But I was saying, <laughs> did they change the color of it to the blue one now? Isn't it blue? Yeah, it looks a little, little better, but just because I like blue better than red. Okay, you know. But yeah. the blue, the, the, no, the the world title was always the blue belt. That's now you're now confusing me. Like the the blue belt was always the the world title, you know, and then the red one was like the universal titles. But they changed, they made them both blue. Like how do you tell the difference now? <laughs> oh, no, the world Wait, title's got the black now? strap. No, the world title got the black strap, and uh, the and now oh, smack. That's the, how you tell the difference. Yeah, but still, I, it, it's not like it used to be. Of course, we all agree. Um, I think they should definitely change this and that. Um, I do want to say we should, like I said, we're gonna get back and let uh, Eddie finish his thing. But I gotta say, God damn, Bailey was looking good Dude, before he went, falls asleep. Yeah, Bailey, Bailey, <laughs> Bailey. Oh God, I love Bailey. But anyways, um, all right. So Eddie, let's finish. Let's finish though with the uh, ECW Tag Team Championship match from Dayton, Ohio, live. This was in the okay. Hollywood hold on. Arena. Hold on, before I get back to that, I want to say I want to say something about this. What I heard about SummerSlam is that they I should have made I should have bet money on this. I told people, I was telling people that when Sasha defends that belt, she's gonna fucking lose it because her first it, it's like a tradition they have. Whenever Sasha wins that only the Raw Women's title, she wins it. Her first fucking title, she loses it, and goddamn it, if it didn't happen again, I should have bet money on it. So that's one of the reasons why. I, I, yeah, that's why I'm like, you know what? I don't, I, I, I'm glad I, I'm glad I didn't pay any money or anything to see that because I would have got mad. But all right, let me I'm, before I go off on a rant about that. Let me get on get on the. Uh, all right, so but oh, uh, back to the match. Back to the match. To um one oh a funny spot that happened in the match that I think was a nice touch was when uh, Hayabusa and Jinsuke were doing this combo moving at RVD. If you watch it, when Jinsuke's coming from the coming from the rope for a springboard uh, springboard move, springboard leg drop, you can see Sabu go for a reach like he's trying to reach his foot, like he's trying to grab his foot. And it's kind of funny because <laughs> you see Sabu reach for it, but you don't see him jump for it. So I thought that was a nice move. <laughs> like, oh, I'm trying to stop them. 
And one of the biggest spots, one of the biggest ones that I always think about whenever I think of this match was when Sabu hit Jinsuke with a, a hurricane off the top rope and then Rob Van Dam comes flying into frame out of nowhere with a five-star frog splash. And it always got me because it was when I first saw it, I was like, oh, that's a good move. And then he came, I'm like, where the fuck did he just come from? Because if you watch it, he uh, he throws, Rob Van Dam throws Hayabusa into the uh, railing and they catch that on camera. And then they go to that uh, see Sabu get going at it, and people live saw you know oh knew he was coming, but the way the camera was angled, you could not see him in the corner. Robbie them hit the uh, get on top rope. All you saw was Sabu and Jinsuke. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he comes flying in, and I was like, what the fuck? Where the hell did he come from? So I was like, that was a good spot, and the um, fact that the 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 mess ups that happened in the match. That really, like, that were like minuscule to me was the table spot. When they were trying to use the table, and I always laugh about that with ECW, is when their tables would just break. Like, if they were trying to set up a table and the leg would just break off on it, and it's like, God damn it. Or if they lay somebody on top of them, they're too heavy, they hit them one time and they'll just snap right through it. I always laugh about the ECW tables, but they were, this, that when they. <laughs> When they try, when they try to put Sabu through it, and Hayabusa just jumped on him like fuck it, and just when they jumped on him because the table was already broken, I was like, okay, that was funny. And this this match had like good near falls, and it was like great tag team moves and good high flying tag team moves, and it will. Uh, I I could watch this match a bunch of times, and it's uh, it's it's one of the best. I have to say it's in my top ten. Best tag team matches. Even with Bill Alfonso, yeah, no, because, you know, I'll get that to that later. You know, I ain't shitting on him fully, his persona fully, but the, that whistle, well, he did his job. But nonetheless, okay, so I, I assume that wraps that up for your review. So now the infamous one, Joshua <laughs> Greenbaum and his review. Good, sir. Pass the mic. Yeah, hey, man, what's going on? Hey, this is so... Well, so how many how many stars did you get? There's like seven thousand. <laughs> oh, seven thousand. That's that's too low, man. You five hundred seventy-seven thousand because it's the best. It's the it was the match of the only night. You drive me to drink. <laughs> this is solid, though, man. <laughs> you know, Eddie brought up a lot of points I had. Man. Like this, this match is pretty solid, though. I um. Uh, he went with 98, if I remember, it was a pretty good pay-per-view. After this, is a very slim down up. And we were talking about, we were making jokes about Bam Bam Bigelow in the chat. Like, <laughs> like the match after this is, is um, Bigelow and Taz for the fucking world title, which is like the dumbest goddamn thing ever. But like, but it's funny, if you, if you see the Bigelow in this era, he's so skinny. And compared to what he usually looks like, he's... It's like, it's like he, it's like he's like, it's like not, you almost like don't recognize him. He's almost like half the size he used to be, like a year earlier. Like, like I don't, good for him. Like, he had really slumped down here, but, but um, anyway, like, but so I get that out of the way because like, we, we never really talk about terrible title belts. You got to talk about fuck the world titles. That's the dumbest goddamn thing they ever had or invented. Anyway, so the. Um, the match is solid. Like I, you know, these are four guys. And Hayabusa, a lot of people, I mean, smart marks from the time will know Hayabusa, but like for people who do don't know Hayabusa, like imagine like Sabu with like more talent. <laughs> I mean, I, that's like the best way to describe Hayabusa. Like someone, and someone described it to me that way like twenty some years ago, and it's just like wow, that's 
that's like spot fucking on because like because like we're sabu like like bosses a lot of shit. Hayabusa usually nails the stuff. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No it's like he's, he's got better balance. He's better overall. And it's just, yeah, he was something else. Man. He, he, you know, bottom people thought it too. He, he, he got paralyzed. A horrible ring accident. Uh, you know, it's, that you probably find it it's on YouTube or something. Like that. It's it's fucking awful. And, oh, you know, and then that. he died a number of years later. And it's just like, but he was so young, man. He was like in the prime, man. He was just he was something else. And this match is, like I said, it's so good. There's a lot of good ring work. It's and, it, and it's, that always surprises me because if you look at the four guys in it. It's like they're not exactly known for like mat work or shit like that, but they work like half the mat, half the match or, you know, something like that. Like just on the mat, like there's, there's trade, you know, just, um, whatever you want to call armors and like, you know, it's a couple, a couple like, uh, modified, um, I have Boston Crab and there's even like, I mean, I, I know this is, this is, <laughs> it's like groundbreaking stuff, but it's like, you, it's like you see all the people involved, like to watch them. You watch them like, work that way is kind of interesting. It's, you know, when you think about it, like everybody, like, these guys are, you know, I now they call them spot monkeys. Like this, this is like the prototypical spot monkey fucking teams. Like Bandam, Sabu, and I have Boos. Shizaki, you know, it's funny about him. Like he. He did a lot of like high flying stuff, or you know, whatever, really, whatever you want to call it. For as I mean, it's, I mean, like in this match, it's, it looks great, but it's like I don't, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like I don't remember really being known for that stuff. Like it's, so it's like seeing it work that way is really interesting. Like it's, and it, it, and it's funny, and I thought it was funny too because Joey Styles when they're, when they're coming out. Oh my god! And I don't know why they, I don't, I don't know why they did this. Like I can understand why he did this because like. The guys watching ECW already know this, but like they actually point out the fact that he was known as Hakushi in the WWF, which I thought was interesting. So I'm just like, you know what I mean? Because usually they don't acknowledge stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and most and most of the fans, like even '98, they're watching like ECW or were like were like you know they were the hardcore like Smart fans of the AOL and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera back in the day, and so. Everybody knew who Hayabusa was, or not Hayabusa, but Shizaki was. You know what I mean? Like, he had seen a lot of his matches. We knew that guy was fucking Takamushi. Everybody knew it wasn't that. It wasn't a big secret. And it, 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 here's the thing, too, though. He comes out with all those fake tattoos. Didn't he come out looking like fucking. Like, if I'm not mistaken, that's not, that's, that wasn't normally his gimmick, like in Japan, right? Wasn't that the Hakushi thing? 
Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was his Akuchi look. Yeah. That was his Akuchi look. Wanna be a cute Akuza type ninja thing mix that WWF, like, just. They basically said, hey, and they gave it to him. And then, that, like, an actor like Joe Pesci was a gangster for years in movies, except for a couple here and there. That became his main thing. It's kind of like being pigeonholed or, uh, you know, typecast, you know. You know what killed his career in the U.S.? Teaming with Barry Horowitz. That's what did it. Hey, he, hey, hey. That whole thing was like going nowhere anyway. That, you know, they, he actually was the, I, I, you know, I know, I know what you're talking about. And I was, and I don't know if we've ever discussed this before, but I was actually, and they may have filmed this more than once because that happens. But like, I was literally at the, I was 100%, no bullshit. I was at the TV taping when Horowitz pinned Candido. That was there that night. The place it was in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania, the Wilkes College University gym, and the place fucking went crazy. It was like, it was like, holy fuck, like what? Like who? who the he just, who, you know what I mean? It was definitely the shock man. The shock factor was like, I was off the chain. Nobody expected that pinfall. It was fucking ridiculous. And so, but they, I mean, like they, they kind of, they kind of screwed it because then they had a stocky in it. They didn't let them have like a, like a singles match. They should have, as long as Harwoods had been there. I mean, we were off on like different rants, but like Harwoods is 100 percent like my favorite, my favorite jabroni of all time. You know, <laughs> and um, I've seen him all, you know, on social media and stuff like that. He's a really, really decent guy, nice guy. You know, shit like that. But like he, like, he deserved like that match. You know what I mean? He deserved a singles match. I, I, you know what I mean? At, at fucking mania, like if they if they open the show, I don't remember. I don't. Know, I don't know if I ever saw. I don't, I don't know. I don't know now if I've actually seen that mania. I don't know which one it would be. I think he always looked it up, whatever. But I mean, like, I don't think I watched it, but like I, I heard about it. And I was just like, ah, oh, like, I was kind of disappointed. I'm like, nothing against Shizaki, but it was just like I felt like Barry should have got that. You know what I mean? For as long as he had been there, like he definitely deserved. You know what I mean? Like uh, an opening match, like fucking thing on Wrestlemania for all the years that he put in there but anyway but, uh, but yeah I was there that night it was like the place definitely fucking pops <laughs> wait really you were there I actually remember seeing that on TV uh, like Saturday morning remember when uh, WWE had Saturday morning uh, wrestling yeah. on Superstar oh, yeah, I remember yeah. seeing that and I was like holy shit yeah it was like it was like it was a Superstars taping or whatever yeah they it was the old school like WWF like fucking taping show this was what was that like? Ninety five? Yeah, it was ninety five. And so, like, the old school, the TV tapes, they were like four, or five hours long. They shot like mad. They shot like you know, like like five hundred chopper matches. And yeah, that was not one of those. Like, I, I felt like I was, I was coming from somewhere. I forget. And so it doesn't matter. And I, but like I, the way I was walking home, like I walked past the Wolf's College gym, and when I and. And as I'm coming down the street over here, I was like, what the fuck are all these? Because there's like a million trucks outside. You, know, you see all these tractor trailers, like something's going on. Like, I was like, what is going on here? I'm like, I think it's, you know, it wasn't really basketball season or anything. And they were, and they were on TV. And I was like, this is weird. And there wasn't any concerts in town. I walked up and all these WWF trucks. I was like, holy shit, like, what is going on? And I walked in the door and they're like, oh, there's TV tapings tonight. Blah, 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 blah. Like, you want a ticket? I'm like, fuck yes, I want a ticket. <laughs> I was just like, that's how I went. Like, I, I stumbled on it. I had no idea. I had no idea it was even happening. I stumbled on it. The, I mean, there, there was probably a good crowd there. I don't know who that was sold out. You know, people hanging off the rafters, like kind of thing. But they, they had a decent crowd to remember. Like it's a, you know, small. It's a small college. 
It will. It's a small gym, but you know, Wilkes University. I've most of I never even heard of it. It's fine if you never did. It's not a big deal. But I mean, like, it's a small, very small school. You know what I mean? Like they have, like actually in that gym, I saw a couple of years. No, the year before that, I saw live uh, when they before they just broke big, and with Weezer opening for them in that same gym. Yeah, that well, no, it was before that area. It was, it was still the sweater song. It was before the Buddy Holly thing. Or if it was same that, album, that song, same like, album. I hadn't had a video yet, yet for it. But but yeah, like that whole that their first album and stuff. Like they were, it was a good show. I, I it was sold out. I, I <laughs> that's another crazy thing too. I, I want to speak a different answer, but like that show was, was like was so great. Like my buddy and I, like I had <clears throat> like it was sold out. We were trying to see if we could win like free tickets off the real station. There are they had already given away all their tickets, whatever. So we were just like hanging out, and I had bought a ticket off some kid for like ten dollars, and I had like fifteen dollars to my name. So here's the crazy story. And so I bought the ticket off this kid for ten dollars, and my friend Dave, who just passed away last year, very young. Like, I think he was about your age, Dan. He's like forty three or forty four. Hey, come on! Like, yeah, you're making me worry. But he died I'm of Jewish. I get he anxiety. Died he had died of natural causes. I don't, I don't, I don't know what. I'm not sure of the whole circumstances. He died of like natural causes. It wasn't like, you know, like drugs or anything tragic like that. I mean, it was tragic anyway. He's like 43. He like died of natural causes. But he had some kind of brain injury. I don't know. Maybe he had an aneurysm or something. I don't know. I, I couldn't figure out the exact story of what caused his death. But like, I, but I know his ex girlfriend. Or we were friends on Facebook. I haven't talked to her a while. Did she? Just kind of distance herself from people because I mean she was she was going having a real hard time with it, but anyway, like um, shout out to I can't remember what her name is Simone if you're listening out there, good good person. But anyway, so like but like Dave me and Dave were out there, and so like right before the show was about to start because you see them about getting ready to turn off the lights in the gym because like the girl at the door is like oh they're about to start Are you guys coming in. And Dave's like, I don't have a ticket. And I was about, I was going to hand him my ticket. He loved lie. I was like, <laughs> he was the biggest lie fan I ever knew. And I was going to hand him my ticket. Say, hey, man, go have a blast, man. I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And um, fucking these two guys walk up. And they're like, they're like, oh, shit, man, there's nobody out here. And they're talking about how they set your tickets. They're like, oh, what are we going to do with this? And I was like, oh. I was like, dude, you guys got an extra ticket? They're like, yeah, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, and I'm like, there's nobody out here. Though. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm like, listen, like, all I got is five bucks. <laughs> it was like, I was like, you part with this for five bucks? And the guy's like, and the guy's like, and the guy's like, oh, I know, I know. I mean, I'm a, this buddy's like, dude, there's nobody out here. Just give him the fucking ticket for five bucks. <laughs> so, and so, like, I got my friend, my friend Dave in the show for like, for two, uh, two tickets for $15. And they were like 20 And this was back in 94. So, you know. Adjust the adjust for inflation, but it was like twenty dollars tickets to a sold out show, and some people had sold their tickets outside. There was I watched it happen for like fifty dollars and shit like that, and I got me and David for like fifteen bucks out of dumb luck, and we had a blast. <laughs> and that was that was a, that's a true story. He's like, and Dave's like, oh my god, I can't believe it. I said, well, here you go, Dave. I said, no, I'll give you my ticket. Let's go, let's go enjoy the show. We fucking went. It was like. It was it was fun, man. Uh, we and, and that was there's there's a bunch of stories from that night. But yeah, that was actually there. Really, it was it was fun. But Shizaki, man, like this is you know the, the problem with Shizaki, WF two though, is that he, well, it's the WWF and it's WWF in 1994. So 
you know, you do the math on, on why that didn't work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is the era where, like, you know, like every Japanese wrestler, you know, and Yokozuna wasn't even Japanese, maybe. Like, he was portrayed that way. He wasn't. He was whatever, Samoan and something else. But, like, like most Japanese wrestlers were born. I mean, had to take it. Yes. Yeah. He was Tokyo. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, he was like, uh, he's part of the Samoan heritage. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. think... Yeah, what made him funny was that if you see him without. No, no, no. No, no, no. He was Samoan. He's pure. He was 100 yeah. percent Samoan. And what was funny about it is I, looking at him now when he's clean shaven, he looked like yeah. he might be Asian. But then when he had his beard, you're like, oh my god, he's Samoan. It was weird. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's, but you know, he. Uh, but other than, well, they say but like most Japanese wrestlers, they were never taken seriously or they were portrayed as Japanese. Besides, you, besides Yokozuna and like Mr. Fuji, like back in like the seventies and like the early eighties, like nobody was taken seriously. Like it was like you were always like you know the evil Japanese menace or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, hey, like I don't. I'm not saying he was a five star wrestler, but if there's you guys know what I'm talking about. Like there's 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 a lot of issues there. Like it's. Like this about why about why he didn't work. Now I'm not saying he would have gotten over. If he, it's hard to say if he would have gotten over. He got like a serious push. He's been like world champion. I'm not saying that, but I'm mean, like, you know, like if you understand the the mechanics of WWF, you know, uh, booking and things like that going back in that era, even way before that. So, you know what I mean? Like it's not. You know, you'll understand like why this why this guy did. You know, work out, but like the, the funny thing was, like he got his job. Like, and I've never seen the footage of this, but it might be out there somewhere. Like, he had a match with Undertaker in Japan. That's how he got his job. Like, he had come to the ring with like with like a fake Undertaker head on a on a stick and stuff like that. And the place and the office went nuts. With him. They loved it. And they got to, then they got him, they got him to the states and they did you know they did fuck all with him. <laughs> but what <laughs> you know, about they were, they were like. What about the heat wave, though? Like, man, you're in the middle. Of, we we all do this. You, me, and Eddie. One minute we on point, next minute. Because there's so much interest. And I do like that about our show, too. Because we'll be in the middle of our reviews. And then all of a sudden, we'll take what you're... And I'm... You know, this is why we have been called historians and just fanboys, too, at the same time. Like, we're having fun. But... And truly, Greenbaum, you need to... When's your book coming out? You need to write the infamous one, Greenbaum, controversial. Uh, fact, not controversial. That's your new book. You need to write that, and you'll put everyone to shame because, hey, I got faith in you, brother. But what about... I, got, the, no, I, well, I, hit, 
I've, I've had a book title for years. I won't say it on the air because it's fucking brilliant and and, 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 and incredible. And it was it was concocted over quite a few beers. <laughs> All right, well, 90s, book two, book two like, will be facts, not like, controversial. But it's like, but uh, but no, the match band. Uh, I thought it was really good. There was stuff. Let me pause. I'm playing, playing Diablo tonight. But uh, shipment. That's so, what you need to play. The shipment. Shipment. Nah, it's because you have to. I feel to hear from that. Man. It's not. It's not that simple. That's like um, it's a. Uh, but you know the, the match though, man. Like um, she's. <laughs> The match is, and I know, come on. Well, you know, I, tried to live, I, I, I got like two of them in so many different ways. But it's like, you know, but I feel like I made note of, like, actually, you know what's funny? The, the, the ring announcer mis- mispronounced Shinzaki's name. He calls him Shinzaki <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> For real, like, like, play that back. Like, it's, um, uh, there's a lot of, I don't know, I didn't make like, that many notes. Like, as it was good, but there's, there's like a sequence, because, like, if things picked up towards the end, like there's a good sequence outside the ring. There is like Sabu practically breaking Hayabusa in half over the guardrail. But like one thing I thought was funny was like the fans in the crowd. Like I, you can kind of tell they're told to get out of the way because some people move, but like most of them don't move. It's like I don't. I was like, it's like it's almost like they wanted someone to land on them. <laughs> I couldn't understand this. It was just like I like. But, but there's but there's a, there's a lot of good like outside the being on that one spot and one side all four guys do good stuff in the air. There's actually it was funny like you were talking about Fonzie. They said it was Fonzie, but it looked like a fan who sat through a chair when he was up on the I was up on the on the turn and like totally like missed them. It was like and then, like he had to jump down and like like get the chair. So it's just like there's. There's that. Oh, you know what you're talking about? Because, like, Eddie covered a lot of stuff I had, but you know what's funny? The, oh, yeah, the camera work is fucking terrible. Because, you're, because I made note, too, about that. About uh, Van Damme coming out of, like, out of, like, out of, like, you know, like, the ethos. Like, the big black spot on the right side of the screen where no, no man's land. He fucking like literally came open. out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, like, it was just like, it's like, where the fuck, I had to play it back, I'm like, you don't even see it, I'm like, they, I was just like, who the hell was doing the camera, like, they didn't have, <laughs> like, they were not, like, it was, it was not either zoomed out far enough, or they weren't even pointing the right direction, you never saw him down the turnbuckle, it was like, he was outside the ring, and all of a sudden, he comes flying through the air and lands on, I'd say it might have been Shizaki, if I'm, if, I, if I'm wrong about that, forgive me. But it's like, yeah, he comes out of like nowhere. You, you barely see him. Like, you, don't, like, you don't even see this until he like, like basically he's landing on top of him. And so I was like, oh my god, there he goes out of nowhere. I'm like, yeah, you're right out of nowhere. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like nobody saw the fucking thing. Like, the people in the audience, I mean, if you're at home, of course, you're in the building, I'm sure you saw it, but like nobody, nobody, nobody watching the paper saw that happen until it happened. Like literally he was like landing on the guy. Like, like, and there's and there's, there's some funny the high you see, you're talking about the, the Hayabusa 450 oh my god that was like I was like that like that that popped me I was like holy shit like that was that was beautiful like it's like I mean it's like it's like it's like Scorpio fucking perfect oh, that's so good and oh the, okay and I, I was what I was saying yeah no because okay, because that's what I got confused with. Was like I was saying, you know, shooting star press early and Billy Kidman and all this shit. But then no, it was Two Cold Scorpio, aka Flash Funk, who yeah, that was his main thing. 
That's right. Yeah, he did the four. He did the crazy four fifty. Like he did that, or the six thirty, whatever the hell they call it. But yeah, no, it's like I think though the, the, the shooting star press is different. The four fifty is like when they do like the triple moon salt, the triple the triple somersault in the air. Like that's the four fifty. The like the shooting star press is like just one. Uh, it's like a variation of the. It's like a variation of the moon salt. It's not. It's like it's. I don't know how else to describe it. If I'm wrong, I it's like a reverse uh, backflip, is what it's like off top rope. Like a, you're facing, yeah, like and then you do a reverse black backflip. Right. Yeah, it's like a, like a, like a, like a yeah, like modified boot salt or, or, or back, yeah. backwards boot salt, I guess. Be. But yeah, I guess. But but anyway, so but yeah, that there's there's great like, and you're right. I, I even made no two of the table legs break. They they, they set the table, <laughs> and nobody's even on it yet. And it just collapses. Like and and, and, and then they put. Then they, and there, I think there was there was two table spots. But like the first one they did, they got it set back up, and like Shinzaki, you know, they had Bruce's laying on it, and just flattens out completely. They do the spot anyway. They land on him on the flattened table. Which is, <laughs> that's just. Which is, which is kind of comedic in a way if you look at it. It's just like, oh, fuck, we'll just do this funny. We're doing, they're, I guess they're and just they're taking much time to set the whole table. It's, it's just ridiculous at that point. But, like, but, but if you watch it, one thing I thought was interesting if you watch I don't know, I don't think I, don't think I called to, like, you know, because the match runs about 30 minutes. It's a solid minutes, but, like, the. If you, one thing I thought was funny too was like when they when they do the pinfall, which kind of, I had a, it's kind of like I looked away for a second. I was like, oh, it's over, it's over. I was like, what, what the fuck happened? I missed. <laughs> I had to rewind it back and missed it. Like it happened so quickly when Sabu hits Shinzaki with something, and and he's like laying. You watch, he's like, I thought it was funny. He's like he's laying on the mat and he's waving Van Dam over like Van Dam was supposed to make the pin. And then, like, Van Dam takes too long, so Sabu, like, rolls over on top of Shinzaki and literally pushes Van Dam in the way and, cut in, and gets the pin, which I thought was interesting. It wasn't, it wasn't like, it was, I, mean, I don't know, it, maybe they use that to, like, you know, I don't know, maybe they tease, like, a breakup later on TV, you watch it, like, that's not what was happening. It was almost like Van Dam wasn't where he should be, and, like, and then Sabu got all pissed off and, like, took the pin for him instead of, like, letting him do it. But I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. You have to watch it back, roll back the end of the match, and see what it's about. It's, it's really obvious on screen. You see him way in there, like waving Sab, waving Van Dam over, and he's like getting up. And he's, he's like coming that way, but Sabu just dives on Shinsaki, like this just shoves Van Dam out of the way and like does the pinfall. Anyway, I always thought I always thought that was supposed to be hinting that they were going to break up because because weren't they supposed to always be like beefing well, with each other? Yeah, but if you, but that's not. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. But but I mean, but it wasn't like he was waving right they did. Yeah, but I don't know. It, it, but it looked it looked like something. If it was, then it was then it was really poorly done. But look, but it, like it almost looked like Sabu was like waving him over to like, you know what I mean? Like because he was supposed to do the pen or whatever, and he was like out of position. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like and the, and then he like and then he like he so involved, so he just Sabu just like jumps up and like and like dives on him. Like Van Dam's like trying to get there, but like. You know, I mean, it's like taking too long. So the band, so Sabu like jumps on Shinzaki, and then they count the three. You know, and like basically the process basically just like knocks like RBD out of the way, like just you know like jumps on top and like shoves him. Like RBD like tries to like jump in at the same time and like push them away and like that and that stuff. So they might have used that as like you know, as I like try to like you know one of the catalysts to their breaking. Eventually that happens. 
I don't think that long after this, they go back to feuding or whatever, but it's like, it's just, I thought it was interesting. It looked like, it looked like RVD, like, missed this, missed this spot or where he was supposed to be in the, you know, in the ring or whatever. I mean, even the best people screw up sometimes, but it's like, it just, you know, I don't no know. No doubt, no doubt. I, just thought oh. was, I thought it was worth putting in. So what you gonna give it? I'll give it a solid three. It okay. wasn't, I mean, uh, I mean, I wasn't. It's not, it's not even a perfect match. It's, it's not even a knockout. It's a really good match. But it wasn't, I, I, you know, but it's, they saw it. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, three's, a good, three's a good score, I think. But just, I, mean, like, I, I, can't, I can't go crazy and give it like 500 million stars. But it's, <laughs> it's, a, solid, it's, a, it's a solid three, man. These are four guys really working their asses off. You know, and, and it's just like, it, there's nothing wrong with this match. It's just, like, I just, you know... No doubt. No Thanks. doubt. All right. All right. Well, well uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to say anyone who's tuned in, whether it's the homie Combaraco, thank you, and uh, activist slash lawyer slash all types of good stuff, I'm talking about Mr. Christopher King and his King cast, who uh, he's going through a lot right now. He's a black man in America, and he has a lot to talk about, and he's upset about this and that. And I said, hey, random, if you want a little distraction from racist schmucks, and I posted the link, and I made a joke. I go, tune into some old school. And he goes, you call that old school? I go, no, but it's good I got your you know, attention, basically. And that means he's a wrestling fan. So thank you, Christopher King, for tuning in. King Cast, check it out. And then I got to say, of course, peace to the brother from another Mr. Ape, a.k.a. Uncle Bobby, Uncle Busy to my kids, for that intro that is so beautiful and so wonderful. And I got a lot of other shout-outs, but we, it's time for a station identification. And we'll be back after a quick bit where I will give my review on this and i will say this though it's been fun it's god damn it feels good to be back so sit back relax catch that sonic contact join us ringside as myself the infamous one joshua Greenbaum, and mr kayfabe baby calhoun hey yo we are doing our thing and welcome to the ring and then we shall return right here on what the fuck the fucking wrestling podcast Hey yo! Oh, by the way, fuck you, Hick Hogan. I saw that old fucking message. It was on the Kango Fet thing. It ain't over, motherfucker. Oh, and real quick, rest in power to the homegirl Fallon from back east. Uh, we had a little falling out, but uh, she got caught up in that. Speaking of opium, the poppy seed products, unfortunately, uh, and now she's rested. And then, of course, I gotta give a special shout out, real quick. Uh, Sharon Cortell of Long Beach. Uh, she's a, died recently and she was in her 60s and the thing about Sharon was she was back in the day the first woman worker on the docks the dock workers of Long Beach like on the fucking you know the pier the docks you know of fucking the dock workers you know what I'm talking about Eddie 
of Long Beach. For real? Yeah, for real. And Hoffa's thugs, Jimmy Hoffa's thugs tried to fuck with her because she was an activist and everything. And they tried to fuck with her because, you know, she's a woman. They try, you know, and and she's trying to clean up the union because she's proud union and everything. But, you know, unions can be corrupt. So she tried to, you know, do what she got to do, fight the power and everything. And being the first woman dock worker. And then all of a sudden, like, they tried to intimidate her, but she's originally from back east and didn't have family to use as leverage, so they couldn't whatever, and she's just like, what you gonna do? But uh, I remember her because she was awesome when I, I hadn't seen her in four years, and I moved back to Long Beach, and she goes, how are your kids? And she go, and she said, how are the girls? And I'm like, well, uh, Carmela's fine, but uh, as you don't know, uh, it's, it, that's his dead name. He's Jacob now, and... She was like, oh, and without a skip of a beat, boom, she was respectful, all cool. So I got to thank her for uh, talking about my son and not being, you know, because, you know, so even open-minded people can be bigoted sometimes. So she impressed me with that. And uh, it was really cool because we also bonded on other stuff. And she remembers, though, the kids going to, you know, act, you know, helping feed the homeless and doing this in the park and act. Man, I miss the days of Long Beach activism and helping the community. Taking over City Hall was a blast and shit. Mayor, that old fucking Hollywood mayor, not Garcia, but the other one, that fucking fat slob. I forgot his name. They look like a used car salesman. But I remember when we shut down Long Beach City Hall. That was beautiful. But the kids, though, especially uh, Jacob, he was down with a lot of protests without a lot of riot cops and everything. And Sharon was there. And Sharon used to look out after Jacob along with other people from the old Occupy and Decolonize movements of Long Beach. We were community-based, and it was a great time. And Sharon, though, passed away, unfortunately. So rest in power, Sharon. Rest in power, Fallon. Because, you know, we talk about celebrities, wrestlers, and etc. But you can't forget the people who actually meant something, even though I had a fallen out with Fallon. And then Sharon, it's been a while, but it was still good. She was, she was, she's a legend in Long Beach. And she definitely, you know, everybody thinks of Long Beach sublime and Snoop Dogg. But there's a good activist community who's not these, you know, fools. And they're doing good things for the community. And I was, a, I was proud to be a, a part of the last good years of that. So uh, rest in power, Sharon. But nonetheless, let's get into some uh, more upbeat stuff. I do want to say, once again, a shout-out to Jim Cornette and the great Brian Lass uh, for doing their thing. So I, of course, got to promote to them. But before we get into that, let's get into here for what, you know, hey, yo, it's myself, Dan O, a.k.a. Kango Fed on the radio set with the infamous one, Joshua Greenbaum, and Mr. KFA, Betty Calhoun. And we'll be right back. Once again, it's fucking, well, Friday night, now Saturday morning for, like, shit, Saturday morning for both coasts right now and it's like next generation in australia or some shit so let's get into this and then we'll be back hey yo cheers top of the evening morning and everything in between we are live Hey, 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 yo, it's DJ Dano, Danny Boy. Mr. Kayfabe, Eddie Calhoun. Hey, gang, it's Joshua Greenbaum here. You're unabashed, unashamed, and always proud of his moniker, the king of the internet wrestling trolls, coming at you here live. Thank you, fuck you, bye, boom! 
Hey yo. Hey yo. Hey yo. Hey yo. Hey, 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 yo, it's DJ Daniel, Danny Boy. Mr. Kayfabe, Eddie Calhoun. Hey, gang, it's Joshua Greenbaum here. You're unabashed, unashamed, and always proud of his moniker, the king of the internet wrestling trolls, coming at you here live. You fuck you by who? Hey yo. Hey yo. Hey yo. Hey yo. Thank you fuck you by who? Hey 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 yo, it's DJ Dan on Danny boy. Mr. K-Fabe, Eddie Calhoun. Hey gang, it's Joshua Greenbaum here. You're unabashed, unashamed, but always proud of his moniker. The king of the internet wrestling trolls coming at you here live. Guys, you know, I don't want to look like no sucker. 
I think the only thing that we may have uh, is just uh, like a dark blue. A dark blue? Oh, no, no, no. Not a dark blue. Blue is so manly, you know? I mean, we don't need that. If, if I'm not exactly, I'm not aware of what you need. Man, Dennis. Understand what you want, but I don't know what bandana is. Ban, picky picky ban, picky picky banners. I break it down, I scratch it, cut it. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, forward, prohibited by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I know you took the doll's head, where is it? Where's the fucking head? I, I don't know. The kid is home, hysterical, because her doll, Judy, has been decapitated. Because you two sickos took the head for God knows what reason. Some voodoo shit you're doing. Where is it? Stop scratching your balls and tell me where it is. All right, just get me the fucking head, all right? Get me the fucking head, all right? Both of you, because I've had it, you four-eyed fuck and you fat piece of shit. Get me the head! I'm going on tour, and I'm going to show anybody out there that thinks for one second that maybe I'm second-guessing myself that I am the greatest of all time forever and ever. What surprise? What surprise? To make it out the ice cold streets of the city You better have a Christopher word game with it You better have a dance game similar to Diddy Or play b-baller but a rim like Smitty Josh, Chris, Bosh, Paul, Gasol Or any other nigga that ball and tall I used to sell it white as Paul Wall Gave a young boy three of them in the mall And he gon' bring me 75k back tomorrow You know what big about you know what bigger do? Ice water in my veins, hard pumping igloo. I'm familiar with the money, so who the fuck is you? What the fuck you do? Where the fuck you from? Who you knowing? Somebody get this nigga, I don't know him. And I'm about to jet off on his ass like a bone. Going, 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 gone. So, you don't like the prestige that I have in life? You don't like the notoriety? You didn't trust the fact that I got. The way I want it. To make it up the ice cold streets of the city. Your mind state gotta be as wicked as fitty. Can't love life suckling on mama's titty. Cause life is a bitch and a bitch ain't with it. You gotta have faith living life on big end. I'm ready to die for the money. Who is with me? Life at the death. Hey, this must be hell. I asked for six figures. God gave back self. I'm on my way to heaven in the Porsche 911. Buried in my car, I'm surrounded by a harem Surrounded by my brethren 
Somalia in the desert. The government that hate me like Jesus, but fuck em. I did it for the grind. I did it for the hustle. I did it for the people on the bottom in the struggle. I did it for my comrades. Did it cause I love them. Custom made, brother. And I mean custom made from the alligators to the all I can see right here. Rick Flair. There's only one. And I don't care if it's Tokyo, Japan, Greensboro, Richmond, Shadow. To make it out the ice cold streets of the city You gotta politic your situations like Clinton If you chase power, you ain't gotta chase women So take some advice, take cash over ass When you get money, you ain't gotta take shit So long as you broke, she ain't gotta take dick Capiche? Now you know what motivates your beach Capiche? Pay the mortgage or the pussy up for lease Capiche? Church ladies going gaga for the Gucci Yeah, Got two niggas menage for some Louis Acquainted with Alicia and every other girl named Rihanna wanna meet ya. They in it for the money, got the swag of the features. Pretty parasites might suck you like leeches. Just some information for a student from a teacher. Real life shit, I'm Mike Bigger. Nice to meet ya. Gone. At Delta, the girls call me cool. At Eastern, the girls call me Slick Rick. And all the other women around the world just say, oh, there goes the man. Back at a station identification, a nice little one. Well, of course, we got to play them tracks with the wrestler-related subjects and facts and all that good stuff. That was Killer Mike with Ric Flair from, I think it was like 2009, off his Pledge album. That was, yeah, I love that track. The video is pretty cool, too, the way he incorporates old-school Jim Crockett Flair with uh, his video. But nonetheless, we are here on What the Fuck? Another fucking wrestling podcast with myself, DJ Dano, a.k.a. DJ Kangol Fett. The infamous one, Joshua Greenbaum, and of course, Mr. K Fabe, Eddie Calhoun. And I'd like to say thank you to all those who tuned in and that will be tuned in later on the archives. Right now, we are live, but of course, we are still representing on the archives. So let's get to it with DJ Dano, myself, and I, and all that good stuff's review of ECW's World Tag Team Championship match from 1998's Heat Wave pay per view from Dayton, Ohio, the Hero Arena. August 2nd, uh, Rob Van Dam and Sabu with Bill Alfonso's crazy ass uh, against Ayabusa and Jinsi. Oh, God, I'm buzzed already. Let's guess what shit beer Dano's drinking tonight. Get $5 in your Venmo if you can guess what shit beer. High Life or OE? Which is it, fellas? OE. Gut rot. They're both gut rot, but what's your point? I'm just leaving it at that. Gut rot. <laughs> you know he's right <laughs> yeah it's OE because uh, they actually sold at the AMPM up the street normally it's just like uh, Hurricane and all that shit and they didn't have my fucking Steel Reserve Hard Pineapple or Steel Reserve Black Cherry hey I, hey, I, when my kids are around I don't drink but they're gone fuck the dumb shit having a few drinks and of course oh English 800 yeah that's my brand drinking in a 40 ounce can so Nonetheless, didn't have your girly beverages. Jeez, what's up? They didn't have your girly beverages. You have like hard pineapple and sweet cherry. What is that? No, yeah, sweet cherry pie, great white. But no, um, it, it's uh, 
<laughs> it's uh, no. Anyway, uh, let's get to it. So my review of this match. Let me first start out. It was a shock to hear. Um, it was a shock to hear uh, uh, the franchise Shane Douglas on commentary with Joey Styles, and of course in the background the other lovely uh, and it is uh, as indeed we talk about Francine. Uh, she was looking good and slutty and smutty that night. Um, and so they're, they, you know, they've been on commentary most of the night earlier it was like Raven at one point and everything, but, uh, fast forward right before this tag team match and they're trying to make, uh, Shane Douglas sound like he's studying like, and may, you know, about all four of the wrestlers. Cause any of them could be a threat to his championship and all that good stuff. And, um, so, you know, you got Hayabusa and, uh, you know, Hakushi, as he used to say, Jinsu, um, nah. anyways, so Jinsuke. He, yes. and he comes out and, uh, you know, it, I love the fact that Sabu, Sabu and fucking, uh, RVD, they don't get along and Sabu, I love it. It was speaking with props even though I can't stand action Bronson for being a fucking ghost face, fucking rip off, trying to be a ghost face rip off. Um, I do gotta love that ancient alien show and fucking uh, Sabu taking a dab of some hard wax and the look he gives is like holy shit but nonetheless go back to this match uh, I just love the fact that Sabu is like I don't think it was all a work I think yeah they get along they do but part of it was like motherfucker you Mr. Monday Night but I'm Sabu the homicidal genocidal whatever the fuck uh, idol they used to say uh, and it was you know, it starts out like there's moments of this match. My biggest problem is with this match, and I'll say it from the get. One minute it's boom, it's like left, right. You know, they're doing hardcore stuff, and they're doing good aerial shit. They're doing this, they're doing that. They're doing a mixture of technical and uh, you know high flying, hardcore, and everything. And then all of a sudden, it slows down real quick, and not even a good slowdown. It's almost like fuck. I want to go back and smoke some weed, Sabusa, and definitely RVD. <laughs> And, uh, you know, uh, Hayabusa and, uh, Nakushi, I'm sorry, I'm buzzed right now, it's that fucking OE, um, they, uh, they definitely were like, shit, they, uh, to me, they were doing better than, uh, Sabu and RVD, I was watching this and going, okay, okay, it's going, it's going, it's flowing, and then it stops real quick, I'm like, what, what's going on, like, the, the tempo slowed down, um, and I did want to take, you know, he did his job as a heel manager, the manager of champions, Bill Alfonso. I wanted to shove that fucking whistle up his ass. Um, but it was interesting. A lot of the stuff that they pulled off through this whole match one minute was like, it says boom, boom, boom on point to do it, you know, like just, and oh, when, uh, when he hits the fucking, the, the 450 Hayabusa on who it was, uh, it was, uh, Sabu, right? No, 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 When he hits the, when he hits the 450. They only gets a two count. That was Sabu. Right? Yeah, it was all Sabu. Yeah. Well, my thing is, is though, is, you know, it was like, oh, shit, there was, but uh, I almost said when I was watching it the first time going, there's too many pin attempts, but in a tag team match, I'll give that more of a pass because it's a tag team match. You can have a lot of interruptions and everything. So uh, I didn't actually take a point away for, for that. What I didn't like, though, was, like I said, and it was mostly RVD at times, for even bringing in, I guess you could say, his prime in, in 98, um, that he was, like, going and going and going and going, and then all of a sudden slows down. And that, of course, Sabu was like, shit, because he ain't perfect either. As as, uh, as Greenbaum said, you know, the difference is, is that Hayabusa didn't botch as much as, uh, as, as Sabu. So, as much as, hey, I don't hate Sabu, and I know Greenbaum don't, I, there's a lot of good Sabu matches, but, 
it was points and it, it's like you could see I don't know maybe I was just analyzing too much his frustration with RVD it was more than just you know the whole angle with them being disgruntled tag team champions and everything it was more of the okay I'm fucking Sabu and what are you doing Mr. Monday Night like and they got tired quick I think the I think the you know Japanese team of Hayabusa and Hagushi <laughs> you know I know I suck for that um Jinzei they, I think they uh, they tired them out at a decent amount. This match was about 13 minutes long or so. So uh, at the end, though, the whole through the table, double leg drop, you know, uh, it, it was a nice, interesting finish. I do like the fact that was like, fuck you, I'm taking this pin. Um, that, that, that was great. I, I just, I had little problems, like I said, when it, it would be, oh, shit, got a leg lock, then a flip lock, then a head lock, and then all of a sudden, what's, what's this? Do I have time to go take a shit in this, like, two minutes? It was just, you know, I don't know. Um, but I, overall, I've seen way worse matches. It was not horrible at all. It was actually a very entertaining match. I'm actually was going to go a 3.5 between the four, and I'm, like, flipping a coin right now. Um, I got to give it a, a 3 point almost four because I actually, I watched that, like I said, twice. Once Blazini, first time sober, and tired as fuck, jet lag, too. But it, it was it was a good match. It wasn't your best pick, Eddie, Mr. K, Eddie Calhoun. But it was definitely it was a nice because we've been sticking with everything and even try to go off the wall with like you know the and everything and this you know we haven't done an ECW and yes they're property of the E, the big W, but um, we haven't really done an ECW match. Oh no, that's not true. No, yeah, because even the Foley and. Uh, and Funk Match was uh, King over in Japan. It wasn't ECW because I had, yeah, it was IWA. ECW yeah. never had a key to And this was also the fifth. Uh, what I was reading earlier, the fifth uh, pay per view overall for ECW. So it was lucky number five. Uh, I had watched actually some of the earlier stuff, especially like you know New Jack getting fucked up uh, in the parking lot, and then he'd later get revenge on Jack Victory, and there was the whole thing and that crazy stuff, and then later. Right. He, and then, uh, like I said, though, fucking Shane Douglas on commentary was hilarious. Because, one minute he says a couple cool things, but, nah, man, never put Shane Douglas on commentary. He's good at a nice shoot interview, especially with, like, kayfabe commentaries. I like actually watching those ones. Um, but, nah, he's, like, trying to, you know, be the seal. And I do like the breakdown of the triple threat. Uh, oh, Candido and fucking Storm, that was another good one later. But when it comes to this match, too... Uh, like I said, it was, it was, you guys described so much about it, but I gotta say that my biggest problem was it was like, it, it was like Sister Keisha driving her first time, going like 60 down, you know, the highway real quick and then trying to get up to 70 and then boom, stop. It shouldn't be going that fast, but nonetheless, cool. And then you, you fucking stop right in the, and it's like, that, God damn it. And it's just like, and that's what it was for me. It was that feeling like, oh, yo, shit, oh, God damn, yeah. Ah, what the fuck? And it was a letdown in ways, but yeah, say so, you know, it was like three point nine 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 nine. It was three bong hits in a in a joint with a little bit of resin. So uh, I definitely got to say though, thank you, Eddie, for a nice pick. Uh, after that, it goes back to uh, it goes no, is it goes to Green Bomb or goes to me? It goes to Green Bomb. Yes. The infamous one. Well, yeah, uh, you had this thing versus uh, last we did back in um, spring of two thousand five was a. Uh, Sting and Muda. <laughs> hey, 1989. 1989. But anyway. Yeah, it's close enough. So the, um, 
Oh wait, no, 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 no. But isn't it no? Isn't it again because you did the uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey matches before me? But I probably missed probably missed the week. Remember, I was having problems. Oh right, 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 right. So so like so, tell us to get things back on track. And just go back to me, and we do the other um shit. The the four way did the four way. Then I had some ideas from other stuff. I was like, no, we do that four way. I don't know. I haven't, oh. watched I haven't watched that in fucking years. But I gotta say, two updates. Like, uh, yeah. Someone just sent me Rob Blackbear piece. By the way, he's tuned in as well. <laughs> um, that uh, fucking Roman Reigns has been seen with Paul Heyman. That's gonna be interesting. Um, and then the second one is uh, that the fact that they're doing a four way at the next uh, Super Tuesday NXT between uh, uh, Campbell, uh, Cole, um, Gargano, and uh, and Baylor. Four-way Iron Man match. They ripped off my idea from WWE 2K19 in my random universe mode. I'm like, whoa, holy fuck. Oh, wait, wait. Four-way Yeah, I heard that. How the fuck does does Gargano fit in there? He was just in a a match, ladder match for the North American title and lost. How the fuck does he get squeezed in there? There's so many other people who should get it. I like Gargano, but no, fuck that. I don't know, but I, all I know is that they took my idea somehow. ESP and ESPN2 and all that shit. They fucking took my idea. They took my head. And now it's going to be... I Actually, I'm mixed. I don't know if it's going to be good or bad. All I know is that I do random shit like that. I've done that. Like a four-way fucking... You know, you can design all types of custom matches. So it's going to be very interesting to see what's happening with that. Um, but yeah, I saw that. Um, I gotta say about with SummerSlam, though, uh, you know, the Thunderdome thing was proven to be a backfire in ways because of stupid fans and shit. Uh, they gotta tighten this, that, or whatever up. But I was like, fuck it. I got the free month while the kids were here. Jacob actually, I, was, I showed him the best of, which they start with the Ultimate Warrior, uh, whipping Honky Tonk Man's ass, and then, you know, going on from there with the best highlights of uh, SummerSlam, including, of course, Bret Hart. Versus uh, uh, Davy Boy for the IC title, 92 at Wembley. And uh, it goes on from there. And so we watched it live. Both the kids liked it. They they know Sasha and Bailey because of, you know, I had them watch with the uh, the Iron Woman match. And of course, before that with the Brooklyn match. And they really, you know, they, they're fans automatically. And of course, my son Jacob's like, they're not. No one's Ric Flair. And I'm like, wow, you really worship Ric Flair that much. He goes, now he's old and tired and shit because he saw some, you know, Brock Lesnar kicking his ass in 2002. And he goes, that shouldn't have happened. I go, well, Flair is old. And then he saw Flair recently with Randy Orton kicking his ass right before SummerSlam. And he was like, that's Flair now? I go, yeah, he's doing commercials for Cumberland Farms, Cumbies and stuff. He's got a lot of pedettes to pay and shit. He goes, I won't believe that. Flair's still the best. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Okay, you little Mark. You know, and, and and of course, all Carmella wants to see is cool girls because she's a little girl that likes, you know, badass little girl. You know, well, they're Bailey and Sasha definitely ain't little and then kicking ass. Uh, Asuka kind of did scare her at first with just the whole like face paint and the whole thing. But then she got to kind of cheer Asuka. But she loves Bailey, even with this bad attitude that she's had for like almost a year. Uh, and of course she loved Sasha's purple hair while Jacob was like she looks weird with that purple hair and I'm like yeah she looked better at Brooklyn I'm like holy shit okay 
Um, but it was interesting uh, if you watched McIntyre versus uh, Orton. I, it was flashback to '84. Flair and Kerry Von Erich got backslide. McIntyre got him with a backslide. I was like, "Oh shit!" It wasn't the main event. Should have been if it was main event. Wasn't McIntyre? Wasn't McIntyre the champ? This is how already. Yeah, he renewed it or no, renewed it. He re, he uh, he regained it. <laughs> he he stayed champ. How do he? He just won the damn thing. At, wow. He just won the main He already lost it. Regained no, it. Wow. no, no, no. He's not regained. Like he's still like champion. He like regained me. He, he did retained. not. Retain, retain, retain. Hey, retained, my, right. well, my brain is drunk. That's that so Boston quiet. education. Hey, let's a little bit about Boston education. So, so like Dan went off for two weeks because uh, Dan, hey, buddy. Hey, Dan, buddy. Dan, bought, Dan, Dan, Dan bought Dan bought an off-brand Acer computer, and <laughs> and then. And, uh, you know, off the other side of the truck over there in Compton. And so, what happened? Mo money, like, mo money, hey, mo hey, money. hey, 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 hey. If it came off the back of a truck in Compton, it would have worked. Okay? He That's got that true. from the back of the truck of Boston. Hey, hey, hey. First of all, no, it was from it was from, so it like, was from the Homeboy Shopping Network in so Japan then, to uh, Chinese division. So then, wait, so then, uh, so then he had to so call China to get a. To get a Jesus, what the hell kind of setup is this? It's called China. Asus. Asus, To get the cord, get the cord replaced. Which, which, by the way, I also want to point out that people, I think they, everybody might have overlooked this, but like, when this happened, I saw this message. He said, yeah, well, you know, I, I was looking at the uh, at the electrical tape. I had it wrapped around, and it was all messed up. I'm like, first of all, if you had it like, wrapping electrical tape, like, this was inevitable. So I don't, I don't, know, why did, so I don't know why you didn't, why you didn't buy, like, a cord, like, like 10 years ago or whatever. But anyway, so, so like, then he says, so then he says, so then he says to me, he says, man, yeah, so we, so we talking about, um, we're talking about this cord. I said, man, I said, I said, dude, I said, I said you bought it off the, you said you bought it off a of Keenan over there in Compton. I said, why don't you just walk over and get it? He said, "Well, I drive over, but it takes me twenty hours." I'm like, "Well, it's been two weeks." I'm like, "Wait, what? Well, like, how does this Boston math work? Twenty hours equals two no, weeks." No, no, it's like, LA math. It's LA math because <laughs> no, it's those Boston math. Because no, like, no, this <laughs> is LA math because you know the freeways here. Like it's in Boston, Boston math, you can dude, say it? minutes. It could take yeah. forty-five minutes to get from Manchester to uh, the hub of Boston, but in LA, to get from here to, like, say, Santa Monica, it could be two hours to a whole day. As Eddie will tell you, the freeways are fucked here. Even now with Corona, it's like holy shit. They're now getting crowded again. It's back to normal okay. LA traffic. Okay, you yeah. can't you so, can't blame them because I got from Lancaster to downtown Sunset Boulevard in an hour. So don't do that. Liar! That's uh, my niece and nephew was with me. Liar! No way so, from there. Don't blame that that's, that's, no, Don't blame them. Don't blame the traffic. Don't try to blame them because because your Boston uh, your Boston attitude kept messing things up for you. Don't blame that. I'm by coastal. I'm by coastal. Boston education has definitely failed Dan. Is what we're trying to tell you. I went to Harvard. I went to Harvard <laughs> Hard Knocks. All right, kid. Now I gotta go to the packing and get me a new brew. You gotta fucking get me a grinder. Yeah. Fucking go with fucking tomatoes. Or fucking he says, "Oh, I bought a, I bought an Asus computer, ASUS one. That's that's like that. Oh, that's like that. That's, that's like in that movie uh, with the serendipity. The girls like, girls like, oh look." It's a Prada neckoff. She's like, yeah, but mine says Prada. Yours is going to say Prado. That's, hey. that's basically what Dan got. Don't 
Don't be mad you don't got a GameCast. Don't be mad you don't got a GameCast or a PlayStation or a Play fucking Box or whatever the hell. I got that shit. I got, a, I got an Xbox, everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, got it. he's got his, He's a wicked pisser. That's what he's got there. It's kind of station he's got. He's got a wicked pisser. Listen, Mark ass buster ass biatch. <laughs> Actually, I do got to get the Hit Dead by Daylight Twitch. and World War Z Mr. because Pogo I want so to. Yeah, Mr. Pogo seventy two Voodoo. Uh, now it is actually fun watching you uh, on, on on the on um, on Twitch sometimes. But uh, yeah, so you never watch me if you do. Wait, wait, wait! I watch wait, you a couple you times. You... you never say anything, so how would I know? Sounds like you're. Because anyway. I'm like high and I'm watching Pornhub at the same time. It's not okay. You know what? I, I, I would tell you don't watch anything I'm doing while watching Pornhub. That's just that's just weird. That'd be like someone talking to you while you're watching porn. That's just weird. Like, look, man, call me back afterwards. Twitch came on. I accidentally clicked on it. I'm like, oh shit! I'm trying to watch lesbian midget strap on part five or something. And the next thing you fucking what, you know, trying to say, you trying to say his Twitch came on the Pornhub? Is that what you're trying to say? Like, like, no, because like, oh, I get yeah, Twitch alerts. I got I got Twitch alerts sometimes because I am subscribed to Mr. Pogo seventy two Duffu, and uh, and it is interesting. Hey, by the way, have you beat Red Dead yet? No, Who, me. Like, I... No, talking to Green. Talk, who asking? No, I'm oh. still like I'm still slowly working my way through it. I don't know. I'll play a little bit here and there because it's like, but I don't know. I'm like uh, sort of play the um whatever the. The, some of the story stuff because I've ran out of uh, side missions. But uh, I thought I was playing the other day it was really fun too. Like shout out to old school like Call of Duty games. Man, I was playing uh, Infinite Warfare and I bought it. I got it, like I got the, um, the Legacy Edition, which came with like uh, whatever the Modern Warfare or whatever the hell it is. This Modern Warfare War like, remake or whatever. No, not Warzone. It's Modern it's the, Infinite, the Infinite Warfare. Legacy Edition came with like Modern Warfare Remastered and uh, what do you call it? I, I actually got it cheaper in the in, at Best Buy. I did I could get it online, but anyway, man, buy, buy disc, guys, because buying 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 digital is fucking uh, bullshit. Because you'll actually have to be able to play the game forever with the disc. Eventually, the digital stuff will disappear. But whatever. So anyway, like the so I was playing. I've been playing that a bunch, man. I was like doing a bunch of the side missions on that. And, that game's kind of fun, man. Zombies in Spaceland is pretty cool. Uh, have you, did you discover Sandbox on World War Two on, on COD World War Two? Because like I never even played that, and I just was random doing shit. And then all sandbox. of a sudden, where you're in a sandbox, like it looks like a little kid sandbox, but you're a little like the little green and gray army figures. Your Axis and allies. And you must it, have. You must have. I don't. I don't have that. I know. I, well, there's a. God, there's like a there's a map like that like on a bunch of the Call of Duties. I don't think I had that download pack. I, like I've, I've seen that before. I, I've seen that before. It's on, on Black Ops Three has has something like that. But like I've never I haven't done on World War Two. Like that was that's a that's a DLC I don't have. That's a trip. Uh, right I know, but I know what you're talking about because like my my kid has uh, World War Two. We're not World War Two, but. Fucking Black Ops Three played the shit out of it for a long time, and like, it's it's on there. I've seen that though. I know well, what you're talking about. Hey, did you ever now? Uh, did you ever get into the GameCube? Uh, and Eddie, same question. Did you ever get in the GameCube? No, I never. I wasn't. I, I think I was. I, I was. 
I was one of the smart people with computer gaming in that era. Hey, but, hey no, GameCube was underrated, but nonetheless, what about you, Eddie? You get into GameCube? Uh, no, nah, my nephew had it, and I played a couple games on there. I played, um, what was it, Day of Reckoning. Yes, that's what I was going to bring times. up, because I asked a simple but, question. Nah. Because someone posted some stupid uh, little silly uh, thing about where, like, you know, if you do it right, you can shove a whole GameCube up your ass. And I was like, hey, don't disrespect the GameCube, especially if you had some great wrestling games. Plus, there was a skin for it that was the Hell Cube. It looked like the Hellraiser Hell Cube. So I used, I said, you can, hey, you shove this up your ass, and Pinhead's got a, a suggestion for you. But nonetheless, I was thinking about the best wrestling games for that. And uh, Day of Reckoning, of course, was better than the uh, WWE, or the, excuse me, the WrestleMania 19, which was pretty cool it's the first one that had the goku hairstyle for creator wrestler and then of course wrestlemania 18 before that which was the first one of the launch games and one of the first uh the first wwe game for the gamecube and it was cool but day of reckoning i used to, people would even like wrestling i would because we'd have madden tournaments and uh you know other games on there we'd play and like def jam vendetta and fight from new york and stuff but with uh, the day of reckoning, people are like, "What you playing?" And they were like, "Oh, you playing that wrestling shit?" And of course, fellow wrestling fans would be hanging out, whatever. But the non wrestling fans, are like, "Oh, you can make like we made a course, you know, random badass wrestlers, typical, you know, this could be me if I was a wrestler and stuff." But then we make random shit like the skinniest character because you can morph their whole bodies, and we called them the toothpick. Or we took like an Oscar, like a make a dude look like a little Oscar, like uh, Academy Award come to life. And he was, like, really microscopic. Because it wasn't just so you could make him, like, five foot. You could make him, like, two feet and shit. And you know, they would be suplexing the big show and everything. Like, it was crazy. We, you know, uh, one of my old roommates made Bruce Lee so intricate and deep for that time. And those graphics were really good. And wrestling games like that, though, that's what people are like. So this is what you watch sometimes? I go, it's not the best these days because we always say that no matter what year. Uh, when you're a true school wrestling fan. But nonetheless, uh, and everybody like, so you're going to watch this later? I go, yeah, and of course, going to play the game right after because watching wrestling, I'm going to play the game now. And those were two of the best wrestling games, period. And they had decent storylines and everything. Uh, Day of Reckoning, Day of Reckoning 2. But yeah, I was just thinking of that because of this thing because, you know, we try to relate everything back to wrestling because we are true school wrestling nerds up in here, true school wrestling heads. Um, who recognize, you know, that it's more than just the squared circle. It is big business, and one of those businesses is video games. So I always bring those up because, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, I really, you know, shit, if you know the background music, you know what, what it is. It's, you know, it's at WrestleMania 2000 and the NWO Revenge and every WCW NWO Revenge music. And, like, because wrestling for me, since a little kid from the, you know, early, early 80s, and then my first video game, pro wrestling on NES and all this stuff, and then... You know, all the WWE games, WCW games, ECW games, um, and, you know, Fire Pro Wrestling before. Now, I don't even fuck with it. It's too complicated. I looked at it. The graphics are typical 16-bit, but I don't care about that. It's the fact that it's so deep, that even more so than the, the WWE games. I'm like, ah, I don't want to fuck with that because I'll get too deep in it. Hey, where's Dano? He's playing Fire Pro Wrestling. He's doing, like, a Jack Pfeffer match, 5,000 or some shit. So... Um, but yeah, no, video games are an important part of wrestling history. And if you out there, those in an audience, if you want to chime in with us, uh, you know, and talk about the best wrestling video games of all time, let us know, you know, what is your favorite wrestling video game? And plus, if you got a match you would like to, you know, make us review, um, if it's really bad, you better pay us for that shit, for our time and everything. Because as Samuel Jackson said in Fresh, anything lost can be found again, except for time wasted. Don't waste our time with some bullshit. So I'm going to say, Eddie's come close, but no, he comes through in the end with a good match. 
Yeah, you know what? Green is not your color. You guys need to you guys need to cut out on that. Oh. <laughs> I was just talking that so what's what's happening though, guys? Like, what do you think of the wrestling world these days, anyways? Like, we t- we're talking shit on WrestleMania yeah, I, or SummerSlam. I haven't but... been. I sound like most of the people in some of the groups I can't stand. Like, I, I haven't watched much modern wrestling in a while. Like, uh, uh, I'll go on record and say fuck AEW. That's hey, they're not. They they're mostly bad, but they're not that bad. But I gotta say that I do catch myself. The main reason I was happy to have. The, the, the network again with my kids and myself was I, we were, hey Jacob Carmelo what do you want to watch Carmelo just wants to watch the bald big wrestlers like the Road Warriors and the Russians and fucking Powers of Pain and stuff while uh, Jacob was just like Flair Horseman Tolly etc etc he was and his first words Crockett I go what about Mid Sal what about you Crockett okay cool <laughs> So, uh, and, and that's my, hey, I go to the old school, whether it's AWA, NWA, you know, uh, WCW, I, it's my first thing I go to when I have, whether it's a free month or I unfortunately put some, some fucking money in the McMahon, Levesque, uh, cartel, I, uh, I go straight to the old school, but it was cool watching the new school, even with this Thunderdome, uh, yeah, oh, Shayna Baszler and fucking Mandy Moore, Mandy, whatever the fuck it is, um, <laughs> Uh, that was an interesting Mandy match. Rose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever it was, it was like it was it was fucking not Shayna Baszler. It's uh, Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville. Whatever. It's still, they want to be fucking MMA, even though Shayna did real him. Still, it was kind of sexy. And one had on black clothes, and the other had white clothes, and it was like two. Well, they are lovers, whatever. Uh, but this was uh, Sonya Deville saying, "Fuck it, that dude tried." People were like, "She would have kicked the dude's you know ass with the knife." No, motherfucker, that's not guaranteed. And I would be shook too. This dude was stalking her, and you know he's like he didn't have a piece. You know, like it, yeah. it's like because she was saying just because I'm a fucking badass sometimes. No, what the fuck? I'm a woman. This guy, even though I might kick his ass, it could go the other way. She's smart to know, and she's like, I gotta step back from this shit. I need a breather, and you know, and so it was kind of interesting match to watch to go out uh, to go out for. Hopefully, like honestly, I was never a big fan of hers or uh, fucking Mandy Rose, whatever the fuck. Um, but it was it was a nice storyline to end it, um, and I'm sure I'm not going to pay attention again. Like they got the big triple threat for payback with Braun, Roman, and because yeah, Roman Reigns came back out of nowhere, and his whole new thing is you know uh, come in, wreck everyone, and leave. And now he's talking with Paul. Did they finally make him a heel? I think he's like tweener right now, and he's bored, and he's talking with Heyman now, so he's looking like a fucking heel, which in a way is cool. We're going to, you know, because he's like, fuck it. I got to be who I got to be. Because that's when people cheered him the most. When he was the tweener and kind of a heel. And, you know, fucking, well, the shield, they were healed. But they were still getting cheers from the beginning. And then all of a sudden, fucking, he's being a badass. But then some reason that fans turned on him at 2015's Royal Rumble. Which was a complete flip from 2014. And yes, the way the fucking, the big E pushed him, the WWE, um... It, it was crazy, but now he's back. He's kicking ass. Uh, good for him. Who who knows what's next for him? And I, I do like it's this tweener, borderline on heel. Um, oh shit! Random while I'm buzzed, and I gotta think of because I was watching something on the network about Big E. Uh, did you watch back in the day, Greenbaum? Because you're the NXT fanatic and expert here. Uh, he did the tribute to King Kong Bundy with the five count. No, that predates me. I, I he was. I mean, like it, all that's on the network. I mean, like now it is. It wasn't for a while, um, but 
But no, I've, I've never seen that. Like it's, I know all that shit's on the network and stuff. Because what funny was for a while, all the all the NXT arc just like people don't know too that like Hulu used to show NXT. They even, they even had the takeovers. They'd have them live, but you can watch the takeovers on NXT. And then I got Hulu like the day afterwards for for you know, for a long time until they pull that stuff off there. But like I've no, I've never seen the. The thing I know, it's, I know it's on the network now. But I, I mean, I was watching XT like 2000, 2014 or whatever. That that predates me. He was already gone by then. He was on the either on the main roster by then. No, it was it was but, interesting um, to see. I, I, I didn't know that either. But yeah, but Hulu, yeah, Hulu for a long time. No joke, man. Had all had all the original NXTs all the way up to date. And then, I, and then I think they'll get funny. Like one day, I realized, oh shit, all that stuff's on there, and they pulled it off there. And I think, if it, and then I think, like when they once they added it to all of the network, like it was a couple months later. Like it was, there wasn't there wasn't a, a long period of time between when they pulled it off Hulu, and all that stuff popped up on the network, and they put it back on Hulu too. But like, yeah, for a long time, there was there was more NXT on Hulu than there was on the fucking network. <laughs> Yo, I gotta say, people who are tuned in, thank you. And for those who will be later tuned in on Archive, thank you. Yes, we are still alive. A two-week absence, but we are back, Jack. And we are not gonna go away for a while. Probably until December for Hanukkah slash Christmas slash Yule slash whatever the fuck you celebrate. During the holiday season, over 140 billion holidays celebrated in one fucking month. Except for that time, it was uh, Thanksgiving. Why can't we do this show during Hanukkah? Are you going to lose your... Hey, are you gonna lose your laptop at Hanukkah too, or is that what you're saying? No, you're I'm gonna about? be I'm gonna be gambling too much with the with the dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I which I accidentally taught my son was the original gambling game, and then he cheated his goyim friends with that shit. It was fucking crazy. Where he was like, "Yo, my ex-wife calling me. Do you know what our son just? I got our son doing what? Did you tell him about your great grandfather knowing the Jewish gangsters and playing behind the temple, playing dreidel for money? It's like, yeah, but I told him not to do it. Well, he just cheated his friends in a game of Dreidel. I was like, way to be a stereotype, son, but good. How much you make? But nonetheless, like married to the mob, he's like, you playing three card again? How much you make? But no. Um, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How the fuck do you gamble with Dreidel? I, I seen the Dreidel, and I said, how do you gamble with the Dreidel? Okay, there's the four sides. I have no idea. There's the four sides. You spin. You either get, you know, you bring it back or you have to put in, you know, it's like you ante. You got an ante in the beginning and then you spin in. And if it lands on one, you know, because I'm too drunk to pronounce it into Hebrew right now. Forgive me, ancestors. Slap me later in my dreams. The, um, the, the, the Hebrew alphabet, 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 the alphabet, Gimel, I think, is the four. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like, Baruchatal, Adonai, and I'm fucking drunk and disgracing my fucking Hebrew ancestors. But I taught my son, know. you know, and my daughter too, but. He's the smart one when it comes to that. They're both smart, but he's the smart one going money. And I'm like, don't be that way. You know, you, you know, you don't, you know, we're more than just that. And he's just like, no, but dad, you know, that's, you know, we got, yeah, I got to get this money. And I'm just like, shit, that's the last time I played gangster rap around you. But no, for real, I, when my ex-wife called me with that, I was like, oh shit. Okay, good. Cause I was just tell him the truth. Cause it is like you spin it. Some you have to either put in or you have to take out. You put in half, you put it, you know, there's four sides. So you're putting in or you're taking out or you take all. You take the whole pot or you're putting in the pot. And it is. And then the old gangsters like Meyer Lansky, 
Bugsy Siegel, Dutch Schultz, Mickey Cohen. They used to all play behind behind the fucking, you know, where's the temples or behind the alleyways. The original happens of the ghetto. Spinning that shit. And it was gangster shit because it don't matter what color, what background, ethnicity, religion, etc., etc. Gangsters are gangsters. And that is the original gambling game. But I was talking about his great-great-grandfather, my great-grandfather. And just being a blue-collar guy who happened to know fucking Jewish gangsters and shit. And he drove a cab for a while around New York City and shit. So it was just like, but he took that and he went to a whole other another thing. I was just like, God damn, he wants to be the Ric Flair of everything anyways. I was like, but Ric Flair ain't Jewish. He goes, he should have been. I'm like, you're an asshole for a little kid. I love you, but come on. Like, you can't be like this. But it, it was interesting. You didn't know that, Eddie? That it, it's a gambling game, except it's gold chocolates. It's the gelt. No, how the fuck would I know this? No. Hey, they're original were dark Jews anyway, so you you can pass for, you know, you could be like a Middle Eastern Jew. You could be Sephardic. What the hell? You'll be, you could be uh, uh, Ethiopian Jew. What the hell? Damn. Say, man, what you mean? You should need to study. You always post some religious stuff. You should know this stuff. It's kind of your people in some ways. <laughs> He would. He would. He would. He would. He would. Nah, he's too tight. Nah, he's too tight. And racist white girls. Because he's like, oh, that's a good lullaby. All right, let's let's be accurate. I'm more I'm more attracted to racist Hispanic girls. All right, let's 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 get the record straight. So they call you Pinche Mayati, and you're all like, "Hey, what's happening, girl? Let me be the local." Like Jesus, man. Damn. Only in private, not in public. Only in private. Uh, sorry if I did offend anyone with saying Pidemayate out there, but just saying he's talking about racist uh, Latinas, and it's just like that's one of the first things that comes off their lips a lot of times. Unfortunately, I've seen that uh, living in East LA, which is a vi- diverse neighborhood, despite you know everyone thinks it's just Mexican when they were originally Jewish, Japanese, and Mexican, and of course, got black folks too. But yes, there is tension with this and that. But yes, some of those fucking chola racist ass girls can be sexy. It is kind of sickening that they have to have the negative attitude because they got that. Big, I know. Mm. I know, right? It's 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 like it's it's like a fucked up game because you want to be like, you know what, fuck you, but then you're like, damn, you fine though. It's it's, it's kind of fucked up. It is. You're definitely. Yeah. Like the Yeah, you seen born in East LA. Of course, they have. Of course, they have. It's like, of course, it's, it's a movie you can never possibly look at, but it's like, it's what's happening? It's like, oh yeah, it's my favorite part. He's like, trying to do amount of speaking. He's like, oh, OTMs. What's happening? What's happening? OTMs, <laughs> other than Mexicans, he had to get across the board. It was the OTMs. I loved it at the end of that movie. Is it Chris Elliott, the guy, like the shady American guy that's like, Ripping him off. No, not Chris Elliott. Uh, is that his name? The guy was in fucking uh, in, in in um. No, it was it was Dan Dan Stern or whatever from fucking uh, Home Alone. Oh, I, yeah, Daniel Stern from Home Alone. Yeah, that's right. They, oh, yeah. they sort of look alike. It's an easy mistake, but yeah. They, oh my god, when, that movie. I still quote that movie. When, when he, I want to be an asshole, I tell people, I always tell them, "Get behind me, Satan!" <laughs> At the end, when. When he's at the border and he and he and he's just and then the and the fucking border patrols all looking at him like it's just one guy today. Oh, we'll get him in a little bit. And all of a sudden, Neil Diamond's coming to America kicks in and Cheech <laughs> raises his arm and they all go boom. I'm like to this day I see that scene, especially when I'm blazing. I'm like yeah, and he just boom. 
And uh, it, it is crazy. That movie is definitely... And it is funny going through uh, parts that, you know, that, that movie was filmed in. But, yeah, I love that. Especially because Neil Diamond's coming to America. Especially when you've had a little too much beer. And it's like, yeah, this is that song. Like, peace to Neil Diamond, by the way. Even fucking... Uh, uh, my mom... F- my, you're, you're on par with my mom with that one. My, my mom loves Neil Diamond, too. So, you know, the old, the old white ladies. <laughs> Hey, right. no, 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 no. White, well, white ladies didn't really... Like, so the only white ladies who really like Neil Diamond, Jewish ladies, who are the, the non-white white people, love Neil Diamond. But for when it comes to uh, a Sweet Fucking Caroline, that's every fucking white woman that's and non-white white woman. That is the worst song. As a Red Sox fan, Sweet my two Caroline. teams... Yes, my Sweet two Car- teams... Sweet Caroline, I, I never hear that song again in my lifetime. My two teams are the Dodgers the for the song. NL and for the Red Sox... You know, ALs, the Red Sox, of course... And I'll say this right now. I hate it. Like, I've been girlfriend. We were at a Sox game. And she's like, flee, care. I'm like, no, don't you fucking dare. No. I just remember pounding my, you know, we snuck in tequila and, uh, not tequila, uh, vodka. And we fucking, you know, put it in the, in the fresh squeezed lemonade and just having, getting beers, of course. And we're having a good old time. But as soon as I kicked, I was like, no, I will not be that stereotype. No. Uh, because everyone's singing it in Fenway. I'm like, no. Now, I love going to Dodger Stadium. And they, you know, it's pretty cool, but Fenway has this history, and that's the one part of the history of Fenway I hate besides Yaki Way, and Yaki was a, Yaki was a fucking piece of shit. Um, overall, though, fucking, just that song, occasionally, yeah, it was fun getting drunk with everyone, especially during the, you know, the playoffs and everything and the World Series, uh, but then it, it is the most annoying. Yeah, lost all the time. Yeah, the, no, the, new, the Neil... <laughs> Wait, that's true. 1986 was one of the biggest letdowns. That's true. Yes, it is a lot. Yes, it is. But we won a lot, too. (laughs) But also, my teams have always been Boston, L.A. Boston, L.A. And yes, even the Raiders don't say shit. But I don't even watch the NFL anymore. Peace to uh, to Kaepernick. But nonetheless, I got to say that uh, I do still watch NCAA football, though. Peace to the Michigan Wolverines. Is there going to be a se- I, I don't know anything about a season. Everything's all fucked up. It's 2020. What's the next shit that's going to happen? Are we at this point where we got to see aliens? And they better be having wrestling, too, in Alien World. I want to see alien wrestling like Macho Man in, in that old uh, uh, Adult Swim Cartoon Network cartoon where he plays like he faces Monkey and all this shit. And he was also on uh, on Space Coast, Coast to Coast. Rest in peace to the Macho Man. Ooh, yeah, Randy Savage. Randy uh, Savage. Okay, you know what's funny? I just now saw that. The Space Ghost where he was on it, I didn't know that. I didn't know he was on that until I just saw it recently. Yeah, I was like, "Holy shit!" I didn't know you had Space Show. That show was great. Hey, what's the echo? Space what's the echo? Ghost. Who's got the echo? Who's got the echo? I don't know. You do probably. Oh, no, no, you. My, according my, my, to uh, there's a, according to Ed, according to Edwin, it's not him. It's you all time. Oh shit, Eddie. <laughs> no, with that, with that, I don't hear an echo. I'm thinking that's that that gut rot is affecting him. Hey, no, 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 no not yet. Next, echo. Uh, I mean, you the do? Echo's gone. The I, echo's gone. Yeah, the echo's gone. It's, it's gone. We had sand turn stuff off, but it was there. Hey, well, so for yeah, being, you, you know that was him. So for being you the fabulous leader, with that old hey, E. He's hey, all like, next thing you know, he's going to be pulling a Colt 45. I'm like, you know, you want to lay down with that hey, special hey. someone with no, no, Colt no. 45. For me, it's not C-O-L-T. It's, right, C- it's C-U-L-T. Lando. It's Colt. No, for me, it's C-U-L-T. Because you know what? Fuck being a capo and a Don 
or all this stuff or gangsta gangsta it's all about being a cult leader and if you'd like to join the cult of what the fucking bipolar boombox please send all your money to my go fucking fund me page and uh, pay us. And uh, speaking of which, anyone want to buy me a new turntable needle, please do. And if you want to fucking, you know, get on the air, you got to pay us, of course. So you'll pay us that money because, you know, we our cult needs to, you know, because, hey, Cornette got his cult. So we a new, we, we the new cult of the what the fuck fam. And so pay us. Uh, send it to my go fucking fund me at oenglish800 at maltliquor.com. And then, yeah, pay me. So, but we're here at what the fuck having a good old time. It's been a while since I or, talked with the brothers. Besides, to, um, on fucking Facebook. Uh, I thought your real for me was um, Austin Education failed me. <laughs> hey, hey, I have a bi-coastal LA and Boston Education. Thank you very much. I have the class of cannabis. Don't until both coasts. I mean, now you're now you're now you're late. Playing uh, shade on both coasts. Don't blame. I know, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. LA is not the best, but it's better than a Boston education. Hey! If Eddie over here sees he's from the West Coast, he he seems to understand basic things like 20 hours can't equal to two weeks. I mean, I don't know. What now? What are you talking about? He doesn't even know. I I can't do that. That's that's a lot more out. They blaze too much in the West Coast anyway, so he doesn't even know what day it is anyways. So that's bullshit. I I know I know the difference between twenty hours and two weeks, but you know I I guess like if it it might call it a wicked pisser up in there, you bastard, you bastard. He he, he do the math this way. So twenty hours in two weeks is like fourteen days, right? So you got like two hundred eighty hours. Take the other four, multiply it by the by the fourteen. That's what. That's like fifty six. So if you add that together, so that's three hundred thirty six hours. Is what is what what is what is how much two weeks is actually there, Dan? Not not twenty. Hey, it was the homeboy shopping network China division, okay? And 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 Keenan was not involved yeah. until it shipped over here. And then I had to go all the way down to Brazil Street in Compton, and I'd be like, Hey, what's up, Keenan? Where's my shit? He's like, All right, I got it right here, man. You got it right. This is the Homeboy Shopping Network. Yo, speaking yeah. of which, by the way, In Living Color to this day is underrated as one of the best satirical shows of all time. Peace to Keith, the Wayne family. Underrated. Oh no, it is definitely a lot, but and it would not be accepted today. And then also, uh, oh, uh, most stuff would be accepted today. And then, so of course, not, you know, my favorite, you know, Robert Townsend, the Waynes, Mel Brooks. Um, the list goes on. Of course, peace to Carlin Hicks. Prior, you know, people like just because I'm PC, I'm still fucking know what's up, and I ain't got that. Rickles, don't forget about Don. Don't forget about the great Don Rickles. Yes, well, Don Rickles and some of his stuff, he can even see is like he was. Some of his stuff was not even funny for back then, and some of it, yeah, it was fucking hilarious. It was great, but then there's other stuff that uh, people like. You know, Prior is still great. Carlin, man, now Carlin's controversial for some recent stuff that was from back in the day that people have brought up again and they're kind of misinterpreting for the pandemic, which he was right on some aspects well, yeah, about it. But he yeah, was but great. Everybody, um, I don't know, but um, everybody says this shit back then. I don't even know. Well, random, random thought. What's your favorite Mel Brooks film? Mine is History of the World Part 1. What's your dream bomb? Oh, damn. Saddles. Okay. What, what about you, Eddie? Blazing Saddles with, with like, History of the World Part 1 being, like, the post second. But Blazing Saddles, that's another example of, of something you can never do again. Blazing Saddles is fucking hilarious. And then... Just, uh, 
all know, the, if, you, if you disagree, then I don't know what's wrong with you. That, all the all the musical numbers in history of the world, like I didn't understand. Because here's the, my thing: I saw like Eddie Murphy Raw and History of the World and Richard Pryor comedies when I was like a very young kid, like seven, eight, nine, ten. Because my mom had all the classics plus whatever up to date. Uh, with like Eddie Murphy Raw, I'm like uh, ten years old. And I'm not supposed to be watching. I'm supposed to be up in my room, but I'm creeping down, looking around, and I'm laughing my ass off. And then, but you know, I I didn't understand Madeline Kahn with all those Roman centurion shoulders going, yes, no, 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 yes. I'm like, what? I'm just thinking she's trying really? to pick. I didn't. I'm ten years really? old. I didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. And yes, they had bare butts, but I didn't understand. I'm a little fucking kid. My extent of fucking. You Please, know, and- I was a kid. I was a kid, and I fucking knew what they. I knew what, he, uh, what was going on. That's why I, I was like, "What the? Why? Why is she looking at their things?" And they were like, yeah, "Don't, don't. That's nothing for kids." To and understand. then, well, so hey, I, like, okay. I wasn't a perv like you. Well, I didn't become a perv like, till later. I want to pick, pick up my escorts to the orgy. So, yeah. Well, and then also, I didn't even hear. And then, of course, uh, with, you know, the Inquisition, what a show. What a show, the Inquisition, here we go, we're on a mission. No, you know what's sad? What's sad? Watching that movie, I, I didn't catch this one joke that I've watched recently. It was so obvious. It was the one where he, uh, with the blind guy was talking about give to Oedipus. And he was like, yo, just see first. And he was like, hey, motherfucker. And walked off. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get the joke when I was a kid until I started to go, oh, shit, okay, I get it. That's hilarious. That's why, yeah, Mel Brooks is one of the best because he would have like little jokes like that that you can Well, because he understood that we're all human, but we all do come, we have differences that aren't bad. They're just differences that we can all get along. Jews, blacks, white, you know, don't matter what we, and he would celebrate it through satire. And, but now, yeah, it's definitely is. It's been said a million times in other shows that have bit our style. So we're going to bite their style and we're going to do on pop culture and everything. Then I will say this. That uh, Mel Brooks, yeah, definitely peace to him. He might be a little grumpy on some stuff, but for the most part, he's on point. He's not like Seinfeld, who's an asshole. At least Larry David does it right. Um, but still, satire, that's why I love GTA commercials. That's why I love Kirby Enthusiasm. You cannot do, the only way you can do satire today is like a Larry Satire David. today is like a Larry He's a genius. Larry yeah. David is a genius. Oh, Echo. Who, who got the Echo? I don't know. It's one of you guys. Okay, that is definitely that's definitely you because uh, that has to be Daniel because I wouldn't even say anything. I got my headphones yeah. plugged in. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't even be- say anything, so that's got to be you. Maybe it's Look just the maybe it's the FBI. Here we go. Okay, you know, you know what's funny? All right, my favorite Mel Brooks movie no one ever thinks about is uh, Silent Movie. Silent Movie's good. I like To Be or Not To Be, too. I love all Mel Brooks films. Don't be dull. Oh, you know Spaceballs is on Netflix now? Spaceballs was fun. You got Green Bomb in the background knowing every fucking word. Um, it's Jews in space. Like, I love that. But yeah, you couldn't do that today. Speaking of which, I got to look up uh, later uh, my enemy that I still occasionally watch a video. Fuck DJ Vlad, even though he does stick up for Jews in a lot of good ways. Um, fucking, he, um, he he interviews Ill Bill from Nonfiction and Lacoco Nostra about the top five Jewish rappers. So I got to look that up later. Fuck you, DJ Vlad, for getting a little pub for me. Who's the best uh, Jewish rapper? 
Yeah, and then probably the Beastie Boys. But uh, nonetheless, uh, whoa, 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 hold up, whoa, whoa, whoa. The Beastie Boys were Jewish. Adam Horowitz and fucking the Beastie Boys. Paul Rubens' brother. It's Paul Rubens' brother, Adam Horowitz. Oh yeah, they're 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 Jewish. And And you can tell they look if they weren't Jewish, they were Italian. They got the big noses, the big lips. No, they were Jewish because they talk about. I thought they were Italian. No, they're Jewish. They talk. Well. By ethnicity, but what's that? What's that? Yo, that's the Israeli government fucking trying to. Hey, what's that noise? Oh my God, they're trying to get us! What's that noise? Sorry, we're under attack right now. All right, there we go. We're gonna double up on electrical tape this time, man. No, but no, the Beastie Boys. Yeah, they were like, you know, they were, you know, they're all Jewish dudes from Brooklyn. Peace to MCA, rest in peace, rest in peace. He actually, religion-wise, became a Buddhist, but ethnicity-wise, they're all Jewish and everything. And uh, and, and but then there was also the Ill Bill and Necro, um, and, and, and and they say like Mad Yahoo, man. And 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 Bella Abraham, but nonetheless, uh, but Jewish wrestlers. Someone had to take a little a little jab at the hero of Jewish wrestlers. And I ain't talking about Goldberg. I'm talking about Barry Horowitz. Pat myself on the back. Uh, peace to Barry Orowitz. You made me proud, especially when you started wearing that Star of David on your trunks. Uh, and, 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 and he had a potential, but they fucked with him. More fuck than the Brooklyn Bronx. More than the Oh, who? Barry Horowitz. Yeah, Barry Horowitz. I'm sorry. You guys say that. He was he was never going to be a big star in the WWE. Yeah, in territories, he probably would have been. In territories, he would have been. But no, not in the, not in the WWE. In ter- he wrestled in territories. He wrestled in, um, as I echo back in my own ear, they said, they, he, wrestled, he wrestled in Florida. He wrestled in uh, Global. He wrestled in, uh, I think he wrestled in Memphis for a while. He was definitely, definitely, they've done some rounds. Like he, had, uh, like he was, he wrestled in Florida. He was Stretcher Jack Hart. He wrestled as that in um, Jesus. I, th- I don't know if he wrestled as in Global or I think he wrestled as Barry Horowitz in Global. He won the uh, Junior Heavyweight Title. So yeah, he was like, um, so it's kind of weird, but like, he did he did wrestle in some stuff towards the end. But, but he's mostly known for his WWF run because like, but he he was in Florida. And- like he Florida at the end when Florida was terrible. I'd say like he was he wrestled terrible in Florida, but like he was. He was down there during that era, like in like the late '80s and shit, when it was like getting ready to close. Um, but he was on. But he was on. He was on a uh, fucking town. He was on Global because they they interview him on Global. They have like actually really they have, they have like a shoot interview kind of thing like before anybody was doing that kind of stuff on like TV, where like they talk about. I swear to God, I saw this. I guess. I'm not making this up where it's like Bruce Pritchard or whoever, or maybe it was Pettacino or whoever it was, but um, interviewing him on television, and they talk about him being a jobber in WWF and stuff. Like, they don't say jobber, but you know, they're basically they're talking about like that, basically. No doubt. And anyway. right now, i got to say peace again to the few listeners that will are tuned in right now, and, the, and the peace to all the archive listeners later. I'm sorry check. about Daniel's Sorry, you guys are tuning into Daniel's um, technical difficulties. Hey, my technical <laughs> difficulties. Tech these you nuts. blame it on me and, me and Edwin, but it's clearly it's not one on. of you. It's one of your putzes. But nonetheless, let's get into this a little. Uh, we're going to go into a little uh, 
a little nice little promo. Hey, someone see, someone fucking, is, if it's not YouTube brothers, then it's the CIA, FBI, DEA, ASPCA, or someone. So let's get into it right now. We're going to play a little tracks right now. Uh, actually, I'm going to kick it off with an old school Nick Bachwinkle promo, Mental Capacities. And we're going to kick off. If you got to get some snacks and drinks and whatnot, yeah, go do it right now. It? And then we'll be we'll back. gone for like 30 minutes or what? No, fool. <laughs> we'll be back. And then, yo, and then we'll be right back. And what the fuck? Another fucking wrestling podcast right here with myself, Deno, a.k.a. Gango Fed, along with the infamous one, Joshua Greenbaum, and Mr. K-Fabe, Eddie Calhoun. The Inquisition. What a show. And if you don't listen, we're going to fucking Inquisition all you Inquisition. What a Ooh, show. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Nick Bockwinkle, Wahoo McDaniel, making no secret of it, Nick Bockwinkle. He wants you. He wants the members of the Heenan family. And in light of what happened in this great facility, the Mets Sports Center recently, Wahoo McDaniel, Rick Martell, very, very impressive in victory oh, yeah. over Lanza and yourself. This is not the only great sports facility in the entire world. And the events that took place here, they, they happen all over. Now, there are many top contenders in the wrestling world today. Not just here. And I don't care what Wahoo McDaniels tells you. What he forgot to tell you is that he deliberately, as he did my manager a number of weeks ago on national television, he deliberately ran me into a post. Now, Wahoo McDaniels, if you feel that that gives you the impetus to tell the championship committee what a great accomplishment you had, you're really sharp up here in the mental capacities. I'd like to say something else, but I can't say it on TV, what I think of your mental capacities. But it simply comes down to this. You are as undeserving a contender, if we dare put you in that category, as anyone I know, and I'm sure the championship committee would feel the same. Well, I don't care about the championship committee or anybody else. As far as I'm concerned, Mr. McDaniels, Mr. Excuse me, Indian, you'll never see a championship match. You have to use steel posts. You have to use everything in your power to beat a man. You can't do it on your own. And then you stand down here and you gloat about a victory over Nick Bockwinkle. Let me tell you something. Mr. McDaniels, the Heenan family is not through with you yet. You might shoot your mouth off and want a whole bunch of people, but you'll never see a championship match. And during that thing that happened on TV a while back, where he ran me into the post, Baron Von Raschke stuck his nose in family business. Don't think that I forgot about you, Von Raschke. I've logged this all in my mind, in my brain. And I'm just waiting till the day comes where every one of you will be down on your knees looking up at the Bobby Heenan family, wishing you'd never laid a hand on me, never ran me into the post, never treated the world's champion like a dish rag and run him around the ring and didn't chop Black Jack Lance in the throat. There's going to be a lot of people sorry. All right, Black Jack Lance, you were in the ring with this man. You should know about him. Yeah, I know about him. Breaks every rule in the book, like the man says, right on the throat. Let me tell you, Rashke, everyone else involved, Nobody touches this man. The man is the head of the family, and treat him with Gentlemen, little respect. Gentlemen, I'm sorry. I've got to cut you short. We are all out of time. Thank you, Bobby Heaton, Blackjack Lanza, and world champion Nick Bockwinkle. I'd rather not be, be Gio Krillin, the 
and I'm talking about Sarface, yeah, and I'm talking about 7L, and I'm talking about MC Esoteric, yeah, and the Rebel INS, formidable opposition, and they say that every hero needs a villain, and I'm that guy, so let me give you a little piece of advice, Sarface, don't hunt what you can't kill, kill. And Ghostface, yeah, you call yourself the Iron Man. Let's see how you hold up in a steel cage match. MC Esoteric's getting the Boston Crab. Zor faces in the danger zone. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. All star feeling my team.
Hey, yo, we are back live and raw right here for Boyle Ice Old Weather Sighting all over the nation. Hey, yo, from East Coast, West Coast, bragging boats. This is what the fuck? Another fucking wrestling podcast? How many goddamn wrestling podcasts are there? Not as original as this. Peace to the ones that have, have a good influence. And even those those good influences who have been our style, Wicked Wild. And I'm telling the truth through. That ain't no lie. It's kind of fucking uh, coincidence. But peace to the It's All Friends. It's, it's little love shots right there. It's shots fired, but with a heart. <laughs> so we are here live on, well, now it's August 29th. But it was 828, at least for on the best coast, the west coast with me and Mr. K. Betty Calhoun. And then, of course, Joshua Greenbaum on the East Coast, the Beast Coast. Yo, you know what's fucked up? I've been thinking because of being bi-coastal and knowing this, that, and the third of each coast. It's almost wintertime. And on the, on the East Coast, especially Northeast and the Mid-Atlantic, and, of course, New England, it gets like Planet Hoth. I know the Midwest, you know, Minneapolis, you know, Minnesota, and, of course, you know, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Wisconsin. They all get like fucking the Hoth, you know, Planet Hoth from Star Wars. But New England is definitely... The only difference is you can get to a, a, a Dunkin' Donuts pretty quick, even during the worst of all snowstorms. So, you know, I'm in New England. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's only path they clear out. Right. <laughs> that and the gas station. And then the rest, you got to dig yourself out. Or you got my mom going, Danny, are you visiting this month? I'm going to need your help. Uh, plowing my uh, driveway, please. And I'm like, my, you got landlords who do that. You know, it's a building with others and stuff. But still, I need you to dig my car out. They, they're not going to dig my car out. I'm like, what the fuck, ma? But nonetheless, yeah, still my, I'm, I'm working out in P2. God, I don't miss those days. But nonetheless, um, we are here live. What the fuck, another fucking wrestling podcast. We're talking wrestling and all types of randomness as well. But yes, we are wrestling fanboys. And let's get some sexy fangirls up on here. Because you know what? There's nothing better than an intelligent, sexy woman who's a wrestling fan, especially those who wrestle personally. And uh, I'm working on that as well. Thank I got you. trying to get interviews here and there. Piece of the interviews we have had. But uh, the, the hot chicks are coming soon. They're in the mail. Don't worry. It's legal. Don't worry. You know what? I don't, I don't trust you anymore. Especially it took you, what, it took you 22 days, uh, was it two, 22 hours, uh, uh, two weeks to get a cord. So wow, I don't trust wow, you, man. Wow. All right, Charlie Brown T.J. Wow, 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 wow. I still, I say it's going to happen, Captain. Your general speaks. So what's happening out there, though, people? If it's you just got, 336 hours. If you would like to call in. Oh, hours equals 336 hours in, in uh, Austin education time. <laughs> uh, like you got to gotta stop. In. You confuse them. That box in mind, you know, confuse them. Three two three seven four four seven five seven five. That's seven two uh, three. Yeah. Three two three seven four four seven five yeah, seven five. Call up and get, call up and ask Danny basic math questions. See if you can get them right. Press Damn. one for sexy <laughs> da- sexy Dano. Press two for ma- angry Dano. Press three for fucking nagging Dano. Press four for I'll be a- four for echo in your ear. Plus five for. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone, I hope everyone out there in, in Internet Radio Land is doing Press okay. Five for, for hot Press- chicks like Vandal Drummond. Much love to you, Vandal. But come on, man. <laughs> no, you know what's funny? I just realized we were talking about Mel Brooks. Nobody brought up Young Frankenstein. I'm kind of ashamed uh, of Frankenstein. 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 Oh, my bad. Frankenstein. 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 Yeah. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. 
pumpkin steam. We're doing parliament oh, pumpkin roll, jelly. Rolling the hay. So we, we got the last the 40 minutes of the show. What? We have 40 and I'm drinking a 40 of Miller Low Life right now. The OE was just a can because they don't make OE in glass 40 40s. Yeah, 40 minutes left. It does go by pretty fast when we talk on that shit and talking them facts. Like, uh, they stopped making that shit in 40s because they knew it was bad for people. No, it's still made in 40s, but it's plastic, fool, instead of glass. Goddamn, get oh, nice facts. Bad. If you're going to drink nastiness, no. drink it in glass. No, it makes, it makes complete sense. It's like, you know, it's cheap beer, so why would it be in something like plastic? Where Your face you is cheap a, beer. It's an appropriate container. Your face is it's cheap beer. It's an appropriate beer. container. <laughs> My face wouldn't drink uh, oldie. It's, it's, got, it's got good taste. Yeah, no, it's got you know, yeeling. Everybody, Heather, everybody else has never had an old English. Yeah, hey, I, yeah, I, I myself uh, included. All right, real quick. All right, real quick. When I go off the air, of course. All right, when I go off the air, when I go off the air, I'm going to be up for another hour playing tracks. So I'm going to ask, you name one band or artist or whatever, Green Bum, and you name one band or artist or whatever, uh, Eddie, tell me. Just one and one. Nothing, no explanations. Just one and one. What I should be zoning out to tonight after I hang up on you motherfuckers later and we say goodnight and I'm up for another hour or two drinking and hollering because I'm drunk as a skunk. Uh, my my Boston's. Okay. Nah, nah. Someday, and what about you, Eddie? Uh, someday, that's like the best. Well, you got to go with the. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna zone out, you got to go with the classic Neil Diamond, Sweet Caroline, of course. Fuck you. Next, no, no, you get one more trick. Don't fuck around. Don't fuck around. Where you gonna do uh, his uh, his rendition of red red wine? You don't bring me you don't bring me flowers anymore. Be crying over there like a little girl in his old English beer. But you don't bring me flowers. I gotta say, hey, fuck you. I gotta say peace to the homie Anik over in England, who when he gets drunk, Anik Mahmoud, he loves to listen to red red wine. He's a, he's in he's twenty five. And he's like my little brother over in England, and he's like, he's like, hey, big bro. I'm like, what's up? And he's playing red, red wine while he was just cruising around drunk. I'm like, first of all, you're drinking and driving. He goes, there's no one on the roads in the backwoods of fucking England. I'm like, you're still dumb. But nonetheless, uh, and he's like, he'll take pictures, but he's always blaring red, red wine. You know what? It is a the Neil Diamond version. No, the... UB40. <laughs> Okay, I I can actually agree with that one. I like UB40. I'll give you that one. Yeah. Or uh, no, no, you know what's sad? Uh, the song that uh, fall, uh, I can't help falling in love. I didn't know. I thought that was an original. I didn't know that was some Elvis song, and I can't like it anymore. Yeah, fuck Elvis. But I will say this: Elvis did have the nice style in the fifties. Besides being a culture vulture, he did have that nice style. You know what's unfortunate is the realest motherfucker in rock and roll back then was also a sick motherfucker, and we're talking about. Uh, great balls of fire, Jerry Lee Lewis. But we all know what he did with his. I don't care. Second cousin or first cousin, second cousin twice for me. Nah, fuck that shit. He still was a sick fuck. She was like fourteen. I know that was nor. Nah, fuck that normal sheep. Hey, but still, he was more real when it came oh. to the essence and trueness of giving respect to where rock and roll came from. He just happened to be a sick. Was fuck. it? Was it you guys? I talked to about that uh, a show called uh, Tales of the Tour Bus or somebody else. Uh, it was someone else. Yeah, yeah, or I don't know, you sick fuck. Oh, no, no, you guys gotta watch it. Tell the tour bus about him almost killing uh, 
uh, oh god, why can't I never remember that man's name? Fuck, he was gonna he was gonna try to run over. Uh, not oh god, why can't I remember the guy's name? Piano player, very flamboyant. Fucking um, Liberace. Liberace, thank you. Yeah, he he was gonna run over Liberace because he didn't want to deal with another fuck piano player. All right, well we'll have to get into that some other time, but nonetheless. We are here at the last 35 minutes of What the Fuck, Motherfucker Podcast. And we're just having a good old time on the internet dime. We're drinking and sinking and puffing and blading and all that type of stuff. Oh, turkey sandwiches. I know. He's saying we. He keeps trying to pull out the royal we. It's like, no, that's a you. Hey, what? You know, hey, I haven't drank in like a month. Well, you motherfuckers probably been injecting alcohol in your asses and shit. I haven't had a drink in a fucking month because I've been a, being a good parent. And next summer, when my well, February is going to be two weeks here with my kids, but then the summer instead of three weeks, it went two weeks in 2019, three weeks now, and then in next summer, this 2021, I get them for all summer long. And as much as I love my kids, I'm ready for the boot camp that I'm going to give them because you know what. My kids are good kids, but when they're bad, they bad. That's why I call them double trouble. But at least they're good old school wrestling fans, which is more I can say, more than I can say about those fools out there. Yo, there is good AEW, but some of you fucking are too zealot, zealotry with your fucking AEW love. Get the fuck out of here, because I gotta agree with Eddie. Their women's division sucks. What? The women, the women's division of AEW is terribly run, and the tag team division is fucking garbage, hey, and the young Rosa, bucks are pure garbage. The, well, young bucks are garbage, but Thunder Rosa, piece of the sexy, beautiful Thunder. Oh Rosa. yeah, she is just. Oh no, the I like NWA I like Thunder Rosa. Ooh. Fuck the NWA, but still, hey, I like hey. Thunder Rosa. Hey. No, I always hey, say power. fuck the NWA because I did my history lesson on them. So fuck the NWA. But yeah, see, no, what's bad? They got they got some good women in there. And a bunch and some bad ones. And the thing is, they're being run bad because I, I I heard I don't know if it's true that Kenny Omega is in charge of the women's division and he sucks to begin with. So he's well, running it. the women's division that's badly, and then the fucking young bucks are running the tag division. That's why it sucks. And I, I fuck the young bucks, man. I seriously right, hate right. them with a. Did Jim Cornette shoot you out his ass? Because as much as I well, love Cornette, Jim, says like. No, I always hated them. Even, even when I first saw them at ROH, I had a coworker who used to boast about them. Yeah, they're the greatest. I never understood it. I, I saw them at, uh, at Pro Wrestling Gorilla. I went to one match, saw them, and then after that, I could tell you any fucking move they were going to do. All their matches are the same. I never understood. Everyone's hype about them. I always hated the Young Bucks. I never uh, fucking hated them so much. And now it's even worse because they're in charge of something. So now they're like, ah, yeah, we're going we're gonna to do this. And it's just listening to Jim Cornette. I'm like, wow, I thought I was alone. Because every time people kept talking about how great the young bucks were, and I was like, fuck them. And Jim Cornette was like, yeah, they suck. And I was like, thank God someone else understands. And then now they, they're even worse. So I was like, yeah, I always say well, fuck man, the young you bucks. You said fuck the NWA, but what about Nick Goldis? He's one of the best champions of all time. No, don't get me wrong. I like the wrestlers. Fuck the NWA as a company, but right. I like the wrestlers. I like him. What about PWI's uh, newest uh, top five hundred with fucking uh, um, John Moxley at number one? Roundtable discussion, brothers. We're gonna start off. You know what, Green Bomb, the infamous one, the infamous one, Green Bomb. I gotta let you kick this off. Have you seen the top five hundred, especially the top ten? No. John Moxley was this year's PWI's 
number one of the top. The What's fucking... the Wait, what is the top ten though? Do you have the list? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me get my phone. Let me get my phone. Hold up. Hold up. Hey, yo, bitch, give me my phone. What you doing? What you, bitch, get over here. Where's my phone? Fuck you and your hoe. Give me that shit. All right, all right. Hey, bitch, put that gun down. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Ah! All right, hold up. Where the fuck is my phone? What the fuck? Yeah, he needs to that old Yeah, fuck you. Hey, is it possible she gets fixed your sexual problems? That's you. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you just look it up. Google PWI top 500 and look at the top 10. But Moxley's number one. And like Jericho's number three or some shit. Uh, if you tell me that the fucking top 10 are all AEW people, I will not buy. I will, I will discontinue my like of PWI because that's some book. Okay, hold up. I got it. All right, so John Moxley's number one, Adam Cole's number two, Chris Jericho's number three, Drew McIntyre's number four, Nito, Nita, Nito is number five, o- Okada, Okada's who's number Nita? six. And who's number uh, five? I don't fucking know. It's uh, it's Tetsu, it's Tetsua, Tetsua uh, Nita, N A I T O. Tetsua. Yeah, Naito. Thank you. Yeah, Tetsua Naito. Yeah, Okada is number six. Cody oh, Rhodes nice. is number seven. Ooh. Seth Rollins is number eight. Kofi yeah. Kingston is number nine. And AJ yeah. Styles is number ten. Dude, that what? <laughs> I love Kofi. He's well, first of all, Okada. I, I think Okada should be over Naito. That's I don't know. I, 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 people can debate that, but like I Okada, Okada I, live. Okada live was great. Was like okay. So okay, you know that's not a bad top ten. But That's not a bad topic. Do we all agree? I mean, like, well, actually, you, you know, the odd man out of that is Kofi Kingston. I'm like, I, I mean, I don't think I don't think Kofi's bad, but like, I don't, I don't see him as top ten material. That's just like, I was like, what? I was like, I don't know. I said, wanted to give the WWF an extra hand job. They could have fucking put like. <laughs> Well, let's try to be real about it. If you're going to do that, Seth Rollins should be in the top ten. He sucks fucking lately. Yeah, he should be in the top ten. I fucking hate he that fucking Messiah sucks lately. shit. I hate his Messiah yeah, li- shit. That match with Dominic Mysterio was good, though. I don't give a fuck. Dominic Mysterio and him was good, except Mysterio should have won. If you don't, I'm sorry if I spoiled it for anyone. It was a decent match. But it should have been Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio winning, and then the next couple matches get his ass whipped by fucking, uh, by fucking, uh, by Rollins, and then they have some type of rubber match where he almost beats Rollins, but it's still, and it goes out like a Karate Kid movie. But no, he loses in the first fucking match, but it was still good, and it was tense. I've got to give it that. But nonetheless, um, yeah, the PWI is, it was decent, but it was confusing. Yeah. Is Roman Reigns in that top ten, or is he the top fifteen? That, that, that would be no. Surprising. It wasn't like at least the top fifteen. Well, I guess I'm gonna say he's been gone for a while, and I mean, uh, I don't know. But yeah, uh, let's see, Cody Rhodes. I don't know. He puts on good matches, but I don't know as of late. But then again, like I said, like you got you brought it to good attention. Maybe I'm being biased because of Jim Cornette. But yeah, uh, I don't know. But Moxley at number one, I can understand why, because there's such a hoopla about him being, you know, oh, he's so, he's so crazy, he's this, he's that. But yeah, I don't think he should be number one. I, I, I'd have gave it to Adam Cole. If, I would have gave Adam Cole as number one. You know what I think with Keith Lee? Yeah, at, I mean, like, at, if Moxley, 
I can't believe he's. I can't believe he's number one. Like that doesn't. It's just like that is. I don't think he's bad, but <clears throat> I think he's the best wrestler in the world over, like Okada, Naito, Adam Cole, like just those three examples right there. I'm like, Moxley should be in my, in my opinion. I'm number one. I guess you can maybe get debate about it all day, but fuck, man, like um. Jesus Christ! Yeah, like he, like he, like Jericho is better than him. Because Jericho, right? Jericho is great. Because Jericho just is. I, I don't know how to explain it. Like Jericho, like Jericho like he shouldn't be ranked above Jericho. Like, like he should be like five or six. Number one, yeah, he's up for debate, but like he should, like Moxley should not be above like Okada or Naito. Jesus Christ! Especially those two guys. And Okada, yeah. Okada is like. I don't know, man. He's something else. Like, I was, when I showed my son matches, I was like, you gotta watch this guy. I was like, he looks like a Japanese supermodel, but he wrestles like the guy wrestles like a, he doesn't wrestle like a pretty boy. The guy's fucking him. The guy's so good. This is that shit like four or five years ago before, right before Styles left and, and Nakamura left in that. Oh my god, that, that stuff in that era is fucking really good. I thought Styles and Okada or Styles and Nakamura had one of the best matches I ever watched from that from that time period. Like it's like I don't know. I think it was, I, I think it was I think it was me and Okada because uh, I think uh, Shinsuke I think he was already gone before before AJ left. So I think it was Okada and AJ. Well, but Nakamura been there for a long time. Like Nakamura, before he left Japan, was having some really great matches. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he like, was. So excited when, when they signed him to AEW. NXT, like you know, like you know, like, sort of like five, almost five years ago now. I was like so excited. I'm like, this is like, and he had great matches with people down there. Like it was exactly what you wanted. He had. You're like, oh, you know, he's gonna, he's gonna wrestle the same as he did in Japan, but nobody fucking does. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, tone that down because it's not like the Japanese style. They're not like you know, it's not real stiff, etc., etc. In every match, so of course it was like different. But like, man, he had just lots of good stuff, man. I don't even know. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, we got the last 25 minutes of the show. Uh, what the fuck? Another fucking wrestling podcast, and it's good to be back, Jack. And what's happening? Kiss us on a contact of true wrestling historians and fans and everything in between. You know what? People were talking about people like, even on the main roster that are completely fucking misused or for whatever, like Aleister Black, Tommy End. Holy Jesus. Yeah, like, that's there's, true. There, there's, a guy, like, there's a guy that like they totally fucking missed the ball with, like... Like, I mean, he was like he was a he was like doing that thing with like Murphy where he was like popping out of closets or something it was like shit like that it was just like it's like how do you I don't even know I, I don't know if they're still doing anything with him now like it was just like how does he go from Jesus man he had some great fucking matches like the, the title change with Andrade the fucking um oh like the same my name match I'm like there there's something they they, they should have known. Like like the the Velveteen one day we've got to watch that the Velveteen Dream versus Alistair Black the same my name match that is fucking phenomenal like because the the Dream the one thing I understand like that's one of those things too like the Dream before that was sort of a joke oh my god like if you have you guys ever seen that match do you know what I'm no, talking about no I've heard but the only 
they only ever had one match, unfortunately. It's one of those things where, like, they should have had, like, because they should have had, like, a trilogy of matches, like, kind of like, like, Sabu Van Dam had back in the day. I, I don't know it's on a different level, but I'm saying, like, you know, and then at the end, had that respect match. Like, the, like, like that should have been their, like, that should have been the respect match. Like, yeah, the, the, like, the end of it. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's like, oh my god, like, it's, it's so good. Like, I think it's, like, that's the match that put, put Dream on, on the map. Like, you know, and I think it, a lot of that goes, I, I would say that Black carried him. Black could take this, so much of that match. Like, it's so fucking good. Like, it's, like, it steals that show. Like, it's, I forget what paper, what takeover it's on, right off, right off, right off hand. But, like, that fucking match steals that show. Like, it's, like, it's, like, it blew everybody away. Anybody that watched at the time, like, it was, like, it was light years better than you ever expected. <laughs> because, because, like, the dream, like, he had been wrestling, he had wrestling, we'll see, like, jobber matches, whatever. Well, he was winning them. But, like, that was his first big match, and it's so, it's off the charts fucking good. Like, you, like you were, like, that's all you can say is, like, it's, like, it, it's better than anybody fucking expected. Because, like, it was like, this, you know, this could be interesting, whatever. They had, like, a neat story going on, whatever. But it's like, because, like, they have this thing, like, to set it up. I won't spoil the ending, although you probably look it up. It's not that's old, I mean, but, like, this whole thing where, like, Dream kept coming out and he was taunting Alistair Black. And, like, Alistair wouldn't even acknowledge him, wouldn't even talk to him. And he kept saying, and, like, the whole thing was, like, Alistair, like, Dream was like, Say my name, say my name, whatever. And Alistair Black just was just like, like, would just like brush him off and just walk away, and like wouldn't even like talk to him. So then they had the match, and like, you know, the whole premise was like, at the end of the match, you're going to say my name. You've got to see the match. Oh my god, like, it's, it's like it's like it's so shockingly good. Like it's oh man. Yo, I will say this, that. people. With Green Bum's choices have been on point. So when he says a match, listen, even when it's apartment sexy ass chicks wrestling, check it out. But no, he's been on point with well, every single one of Well, that was some of those pictures of those. I, I don't need those tapes, Daniel. That, that's you, man. I, I don't saw that. Hey, I, I love badass <laughs> chicks, sexy ass chicks beating the shit out of each other. Consensual, of course. And then, of course, Apartment wrestling is uh, <laughs> something else. Oh, part of wrestling, they said those pictures in the PWI back. Those are PWIs, like the wrestler inside wrestling. They <laughs> Those fucking pictures Woo! and stuff. Space Mountain, brother. Space Mountain. It was oh, like, uh, but, yeah, but, I mean, like, uh, but Blackwell, he had a good match with the Tommy. That came up on my fucking feed, too, the other day. It was like one of the paper, one of the takeovers. Him and Hideo and Tommy had a good match. But, there, well, you know, there's, there's, like, one of the best TV matches, like, in NXT the last few years was, like, when Fish and O'Reilly... Fish and O'Reilly had had a couple of, had like a couple of tag team match had a couple of tag team matches on TV and I was like oh this is interesting like did they sign them but then it was like I don't know if they had signed them they were just like downplaying it I don't, I don't really pay much attention to the news but like but then right after that you know, they, they came out without, with Adam Cole and they jumped was it Gargano or whatever at that pay per view and stuff like that was it McIntyre um, oh okay. Sorry, man. It's fuzzy, but like, but like, they had built some TV matches, and but then there was a then there was oh man, I think it was I think it was O'Reilly because I think one week he for some reason just just for no reason at all like one week they had like he wrestled Bobby Fish and one week the next week he wrestled like Kyle Riley or vice versa whatever it was 
But he wrestled both of them in singles matches on TV. And the match we had with O'Reilly on TV is fucking great. It's one. It's, it's something. It's, it's, it's another thing. Like you guys should, should look up and watch because it's really good. It was that full sale. Whatever it wasn't like a pay per view or a post pay per view thing. It was like it was a, just some random like full sale like TV show. He wrestled fucking O'Reilly one week. He wrestled Fish. Both are good matches. But if, I, if, I, if I'm not if I'm remembering this correctly, the one with O'Reilly is like it's fucking like ten times better than the match he had with Fish or it's vice versa. But I think it's O'Reilly. Hey, what'd you think that Keith Lee lost the title carrying Cross, but then carrying Cross the next day had to give up the title because he fucking sold for that shoulder industry? And my consp- conspiracy theory is that Keith Lee shouldn't have lost it, so he's like, "Fuck you, I'm gonna fuck your shit up." And then, but he gets go onto the main roster, which they put a shirt on him because they're like, "Hey, you fat fuck, you may be good." That's what the consensus is. I like Keith Lee, but carrying <coughs> Cross had to. But lose I didn't it. hear about that. But- my, my buddy Matt Mike said that like they already screwed up Keith Lee in the first time. I, I was, I, what did they do to him? Like, I didn't like. I don't watch modern. Well, on Raw like, they Raw put a shirt on him. They basically put a big like you know compressed. Well, I don't shirt care on they him. put a shirt on him. Uh, I don't care if they put a shirt on, but like they, they had some kind of like stupid promo where he lose a match already or something. And, like, I, I I didn't uh, go past that he was wearing some shirt or whatever. Other than that, he shouldn't have left. Lost to carrying across. Who? did fucking have to relinquish the title so that's why you got the four-way at Super Tuesday NXT with Adam Cole Kigatron uh, fucking Cambo and fucking uh, what, what? The fuck? and, and Baylor oh, drunk. shut up Champo 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 Paco Paco what Taco. what do you say like what, 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 like Adam, so it's Adam Cole and Champa, whose name you butchered really badly. Who's the other guy? Gargano <laughs> uh, and uh, Baylor. Who, wait, what was it? who's yeah. that third one? Baylor, Gargano, Champa, and I hardly and, even know her. And, <laughs> and, uh, a little and, office uh, throwback. And, uh, oh shit, Champa. Is there ever is there ever a situation where I should operate the Baylor? No, Michael, you should never touch the Baylor. <laughs> Seriously, like, but, you, like, but you mean Ben Balor? Is he mean Balor? Is that what he's trying to say? I said Baylor, <laughs> Balor, fucking college football, he's woman like, college, whatever the fuck. He's like, but uh, oh, I for, oh yeah, I forgot that Boston but, accent. It kind of it kind of throws off. Uh, your mother's English. a Boston accent. Your mother's a Boston accent. <laughs> How dare you, sir? My mother speaks proper English. How dare you? Your mother was a lace curtain woman. Look that up. That's an Irish slur, but I'll apply it to your mother. You ever watched The Office, though? Yes, or no? No, yeah. I, which I version? Stopped. English or U.S.? The U.S. version. I didn't really get into the English version that much. I don't know. But, but like, there's that episode where, like, they have the uh, safety training. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the warehouse is the Baylor. He's like, Baylor, I hardly ever know where. They're like, pay attention, Michael. <laughs> like, he's like, uh, he's, like uh, he's like, so under what circumstances should I be allowed to use a Baylor? Like, you should never touch the Baylor, Michael. Never, ever should touch the Baylor. He's like, yeah, but he's like, Pudge uses the Baylor. He's like, she's like, Madge. He's like, what? My name is Madge. He's like, really? I thought it was Pudge. No, it's always been mad. <laughs> hey, I've been thinking of watching Parks and Recreation. Have you guys watched that? 
I, 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 I haven't watched the new season. No, I don't care what season. I'm just it in general. Oh, the first two were good. All I know is it's got Star Killer or whatever the fuck you know uh, from fucking Marvel Universe. Up in oh, the yeah. Oh, Parker Resurrection. Oh, oh, I totally. I, I don't know why I was thinking Arrested Development, but yeah, Parker. No, I never watched that show. Parker Resurrection. I've never watched it. I've watched enough of it. it, it it's pretty good, but I think it's overrated. Okay, I'm just trying to so what. Uh, video game land, I'm pretty much set with all my games, but TV land, I don't know what. Yo, I want Night Court and John Larroquette. God damn it, powers that be. But you Third watch eye it. Illuminati my friend, but... tapping us. I want Night Court and John Larroquette. God damn it. Put it on. You know what's worth watching, though, if you haven't seen ever really watch them in Scrubs. You guys yeah. gotta watch Scrubs. The first two seasons. Like, part, oh, yeah. part of my, my friend Matt, like, is a big Parson Ricks guy, but I was just like, I don't know. I never really got into it. But, like, Scrubs. He got me watching Scrubs. Scrubs is really good. I would, I would recommend that. Because if anybody's ever watched it, watch all of it. Don't watch the first like, season. Hey, or gentlemen, gentlemen. Actually, last, I heard if it's really bad for the last couple of Our last 14 minutes of the show, I want you guys to request one song each that I will end the show soon with. Not too long. doesn't have to be short, so short. We're going to end the show. <laughs> so we're ending the show here in a couple minutes because we have like 20 minutes of music. <laughs> oh, we're gonna talk and then I'll time it right, you motherfuckers. Drink your Yuling, Yuling motherfuckers and eat your Cheetos. Guys from the East Coast, they can't speak, can't pronounce Yangling. Just, oh my god. Anyway, um, I don't know, man. What do you got there? Wait till you hear the music background that's been playing right now. You're gonna actually be like, alright, Dano, alright, well, I'll give you that. But usually when you play music in the background, it's the most point in the house sometimes, like it drowns out people talking. It's like, no! It's really, lies! Yeah. What are you, Republican? Lies, lies. I don't know. Hey, listen to the playback. You tell me what you think, man. Playback, that's <laughs> like, it! I don't know. That's, that's, that's right. bad boy. Sometimes Give me a request. It's like, it's like, it's like louder than you think, but it's like... Uh, you gotta bring it up. Like, what do you hear this music? Well, you're talking about music in the background. I can't hear it today, but. Well, listen on the playback. <laughs> it's live right now. Oh. Hey, you listen to this live. If you listen to this live, you're like, what the hell's all that noise in the background? That's. Send all comments. That's Christmas you eating your mic. That's you eating your mic. That's all that noise. Oh, of course, it's always, it's always, it's always us doing something. It's never him. <laughs> you're thing. putting the tapatio right all over that Roman. So you never, if you followed it so long, yeah, like that's, that's, that's very true. All right, all right, Green Bomb, just Eddie's infamous head. one. Just pick a track, pick a genre, pick a track, and then you, Eddie, play. Um, oh, you know, play. Uh, if you if you can find it, man, if you got it there, play. Uh, Oh, uh, you know what I found the other day that was really cool? People should check out, man. Somebody should uh, look up, uh, I don't know if you can find this track to play, but like, just give a shout out. I found this randomly, it's called two, two Minutes to Late Night. And it was like, I found it on Jamie Josta's page. And it's like Jamie Josta, um, Sheffield Wilson in the band. It's like four or five different people. But you honestly, would have to go way out there. Let's it's, go a little bit. Well, you're not even going to finish what I'm saying. You're just, just keep rambling over me. Anyway, so like, you get like, there's like four or five people like, playing. And like on drums is Max Weinberg from uh, Max Weinberg 7. But he's also, he's actually a, a, a 
Springsteen's original drummer. But anyway, like it's pretty cool. They're playing the Misfits, Earth AD. So we want to watch uh, Max Weinberg play the Misfits. Look up, uh, try to take, try to find that. It's pretty fucking funny. It's interesting. But anyway, so but uh, as far as like tracks, man, uh, I don't know. Let's go with some. Let's go with some Foggy Molly. I haven't listened. I haven't like that lately. Ah, ah, How about okay. um, do uh, there's so many good ones. Um, play another bag of bricks. That should be good. All right, all right. Let me go. And hey, what about you, Eddie? Uh, you know what's funny? I had to actually watch that with my uh, my young niece. It was two o'clock. God, I hate it. I hated that song. I hated that group. Fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. Okay, you know what? You know what? Yeah. All right. Now, yeah. All right. Yeah. I want you to put uh, Imperial Team. You who? Bastard. What? Exactly, you fucks. You can't think of playing music yes, games with me. You can't play games with me when it comes to music. I'll dig I way back for silly shit. Hey, what happened uh, to my Flog and Marley file? What the fuck? My Flog and Marley exactly. file was fucking... No, fuck you and fuck you. My Flog and Marley file was deleted. Oh my God, it's a conspiracy. Oh my God. What the fuck? <laughs> That's a case. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh, bad, just bad computer work. You know what? He's like, oh, that, that, that music's too good. Let me, uh, let me download some just You know what, you know what? Yeah. We talked about yeah, the song sense. earlier, so I'm going to play this for you, Green Mom. You brought up the boss tones, so let's get into this one, because one day, someday, I suppose, we will be on top. Fuck them biters. That sounds show. great. Hey, yo! One day.
Wanna see something funny? Hey, take a look over there. You see that man there? Watch that guy. I gotta style him. I gotta watch my friend here. He's gonna stick his tongue up to that girl. Oh, look at that. Hey, yo. You're sick. You see what happened to him? Hey. Hey, you know, if I wasn't a nice guy, I'd come oh, on. Come on, get the pay for you. Come on. Cross him, like that. Come on. Bitch. What I tried to Lesbian. What I tried to This country, you gotta make the money for us. When you get the money, you get the power. And when you get the power, then you get the war. That's why you gotta make your own moves. You gotta make the money first. Then when you get the money, you get the power. Then when you get the power, then you get the war. You gotta make the money first. Then when you get the money, you get the power. Then when you get the power, then you get the war. Problem is you broke, you ain't got no car or job You're slow with your hustle, you dress like a slob Ladies ain't looking for no brothers like this They want the dub twisted ballers with the ice on the wrist You got to get your cash right to get in the game Might have to pull a pistol, flip some cane Get out in them streets and hustle hard in the rain Take your come up and reinvest in the game You gotta make the money You need a lot to go far What you think is rich, I just spent on a car What you think is paid, I just blew on a watch what you think is wealthy, I just dropped in the yacht. Flip the street cash and try to pick some stocks. Kick back in your pad and watch it grow like crops. But it really ain't that easy, or we all will be rich. One mistake, you broke to come up to bitch. Make the right moves and forget about sleep. Concentrate on the paper chase, join the elite. Few they got mad cash and money to spend. Money is straight blow and money to lend. And only then you made it past stage one, my friend. You gotta make the money first. seconds and fuck you eddie calhoun and i gotta say this right now the last three tracks the we just fuck played, i didn't say anything because you talking mad shit but nonetheless 
I heard that. I heard that. I caught it on video. No, we can't. No, we can't. No, we can't hear our own voices, Eddie. Now you know know the whole show's gone downhill. Hey, we are not breaking K- I mean, I mean, Sorry, anyways, nonetheless, I will say this right now, that uh, we are here live, we're about to wrap up this, and I asked so one of these motherfuckers to kick off, like, hey, ra- random track, because I wanted to say the random tracks were an example of what Bipolar Boombox is all about, from hip-hop to punk rock and everything in between. Yo, we got what you need. Have you seen what we've seen? We talking about true school music, no matter what genre. Even polka. We got the best polka in the world. And we'll polka your mama, too. But nonetheless, uh, we are talking about true school music. I don't listen music. to polka. Do you listen to polka, Eddie? I don't yeah, he does. Eddie. It's called, it's called I'm a, fucking... I'm a, I'm a white dude. I don't listen to polka. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Uh, I listen to Weird Al Yankovic, so I guess. <laughs> so nonetheless... Uh, <laughs> Anyways, we are wrapping up the show with the last two minutes, and I gotta say it's been what a delight, what a sight, broadcasting live from Boyle Heights, and yo, it's been a good time. We are back, and after the show, I'll be fucking for another hour, all types of all genres. Also, tune in this Monday or even Sunday night for Bipolar Boombox Volume Fifty One Fifty Seven Thirty. Just music, 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 and drinking and sinking and. Mexican American, so they're gonna get in the gang fights. They love the nanas and the ninas, and they love you, white girls. You didn't play my too. pick, you weird, you dick. You didn't play my pick. I asked for some dropkick Murphy, and you didn't play it. Someone he stole did. that. I shit thought he too. said something else. Yeah, he did actually. He's <laughs> no, I said Imperial said, Team or something. No, I said dropkick Murphy. What the fuck? Yeah, no, you did not. I so anyways, here, we got the last minute of the show. I got to say thank you, brothers, for joining again once again here on Bipolar Boombox. Oh, excuse me. What the fuck? Oh, God, it's all over the place. It doesn't matter because it's still the mind of Dano, along with my partners in alleged crime. That's the infamous one, Joshua Greenbaum and Mr. K. Fabe, Eddie Calhoun, as we present to you our unique take with our wrestling podcast. So, yeah, what the fuck? Another fucking wrestling podcast. But we still reeling and real. Peace to the biters. It's all love, too, though. Thank you for the influences on some stuff. We are wrapping up with the last. Oh, my God. It's the last 35 seconds. We're going to die. Okay, so, hey, man. Shout out John Messendria. And, hey, I heard uh, Howard Baum gave me a shout out on the, uh, <laughs> on the 605. Hopefully, they especially get to listen to them. Get to listen to you. But, Howard, man, I love you, man. Keep listening and uh, keep talking Hello. about me because you know you love me. But, um, yeah, but Pogo72 on Twitch and uh, Xbox. Somebody hit me up. Five, eight, games. seven, six, five, four. Oh, yo. Hey, yo. Peace out, here. people. Peace. All right, later.